Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. The only time I ever felt like somebody was going to really put hands on me in that studio was goddamn Nelly. Nelly. What? I didn't even see that. What I mean, happened with Mo? Because this, this was eight, nine years ago, but I remember Nelly coming in there and we having a conversation and I was talking to him like, I'm like, Nelly, you kind of you kind of cold out here musically. Ooh. You know? Yeah. You hit him with that? Yeah, and Nelly said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said, man, I keep retainers for, for, for brothers like you, cuz. Mm. Nice and calm. I was like, I understand that language. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand that talk. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, when you come from a certain environment, you know when something's a threat and when something's not. Right. So right. you coming in there with the rah-rah and you all this and that, like, ah, whatever, I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. When somebody talks to you like that, very cool. Oh, pass there that paper over like this. Here, Charlamagne. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Do you, do you know? What's your address on? <laughs> what were you saying? Let's <laughs> break. I'm a diverse individual. All of this shit is real. Everybody's like, ah, what is it? Is he a family man? Is he a trapper? Is he a ladies man? Well, I'm all of it. All of it. I beat your ass, kiss your girl, and go tuck my kids in. And then I show up and lead a march on the weekend. It's all real. This is Expeditiously. I am Tilt T.I. Uh-huh. Now, the following experience is not a test. The conversations and stories expressed on this podcast are meant to be an expression of purpose and truth. This show, properly entitled Expeditiously, is a free exchange of ideas and opinions. No judgment, no preconceived beliefs, no fear. You're encouraged to share your thoughts and ask any question as long as it's done with respect. And that's through true love and respect for others that we will change the world and speak truth to power one show at a time. Now, without further ado, this is Expeditiously. I'm Tip T.I. Harris. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com. Yes, indeed. Welcome to Expeditionally, man. I am T.I.P., and... uh Man, this is an incredible episode today, man. I have a a, a a close player partner of mine, someone who I, I, I feel privileged enough to call my brother. Uh, also, this gentleman is known for being the co-host, the most outspoken co-host of the nationally syndicated hip-hop iHeart radio program, The Breakfast Club, the most dangerous radio show in the country. He's considered hip-hop's Howard Stern and has become a force and an influencer in the culture. He's an executive producer with his own production company, See the God World, and 
co-host of the popular podcast Brilliant Idiots. He's also a New York Times best-selling author, two times over, of his critic <clears throat> with his two critically acclaimed books, Black Privilege and Shook One. Although he's widely although he's widely known as Charlemagne, uh, he may be widely and worldly acclaimed as a self-proclaimed family fan who is still a Southern charmer from the world of. What the fuck? Who wrote is y'all that? Writing? <laughs> What is this? This is too wordy. <laughs> All right, so look, this is what we're going to do, man. So uh, we, got, <laughs> we got Charlemagne in here for the breath of My brother, man, what's you happening, Tip? You good? Hey, man, so... <laughs> So listen, how, that shit made me sound like I'm really out here doing something with my life. Hey man, for real. But look though, how, like how much getting used to does being a, a, a best-selling author, New York Times best-selling author, like how, how how long does it take to get used to that? To be honest with you, I don't think about it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't think about it until I'm in certain situations and certain circumstances or I hear it. Like how you just said it just now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I am a two-time over New I'm York. talking about twice, though. Twice, yeah. yeah I, I, don't, that's I, don't, dope. I don't think nothing of it because in my mind, I'm still that kid on the dirt road in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Yeah, now speaking, you know? speaking of Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Yes, sir. First of all, man, where exactly, could you please share with the, the listeners where... The fuck is that? If you ever been to uh, Charleston, yeah, oh, yeah. it's like it's like twenty twenty five minutes from Charleston, South Carolina. It was mm. a small town, and when I was growing up, the population was like seven thousand, eight thousand. Now it's about ten thousand, mm. and it's this in between, like Charleston. If you're going down I twenty six, in between Orangeburg, Columbia. Yeah, yeah, but he came from there. A lot of white people, though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? saying. Like, growing up, my dad used to always be like, "Look at them damn crackers." Damn, it was that kind of town. Damn. yeah, because it was the guys that used to ride around with the pickup trucks with right. the, with the Confederate flag right. on it. You know what I'm saying? They shotgun in the in the window. Yeah, so it was always that. Uh, like, I don't want to say racial tension, but you know, we were aware of what we were around. I mean, there's always conflict. Yes, there's always been conflict. So I mean, it's most is it mostly farmland? Like, is it a yeah? It's a rural area. I grew okay. up on the dirt road, cornfields all around my mother's house. Jeez. You know, we used to play in the cornfields. When that movie Children of the Corn came out, we was all shook. <laughs> we used to run through the woods. Whoa. You know, when I got into my days of you know selling selling drugs, yeah, we, yeah. we would hit the woods when the police came. Like it's a, it's country, yeah, super country. Uh, I know that we ran into each other, man. When you were you were a, a radio personality on the radio station, was it Columbia, Columbia, South Carolina, in Columbia, South Carolina? And, that, and I mean, you were always one that was known for. You know, you were a shock jock even back then. <laughs> you know what's so crazy about the, I, the term shock jock is funny to me because it's like, what's shocking about? I guess just speaking your mind. You know what's shocking about just being honest with your observations. This is true because you guys, I, I've seen real shock jocks that'll do stuff like sacrifice pigs in cathedrals. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But they would do things. They would, they would do things like that is, yeah. on purpose. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, like to, to get a shock out of people. Like I'm not. I wasn't trying to get a, a rise out of people. Nah. Like they thought it was shocking. I remember the first time you came. To the big DM, I don't know if it's the first time, mm-hmm. but you was in between albums. Okay, you already had dropped. I'm serious, right? And I think you had just did the deal. No, I don't think you did the deal with Atlantic yet. Okay, and you had 24s on white label, right? And you came to the station like 10:30, <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. It was you and C Rod. Okay, and me playing 24s, right? I, you know, without consulting the program director, that was a big. Deal. That was considered shocking. That was a big. Whoa. deal. You know, that's not shocking. I'm like, yeah. yo, I mean, you play music, I absolutely. I try to control the 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 DJ's ability 
to break music mm -hmm. when that's what the DJ is supposed to be in place for. Um, well, that was back in the day when they was really taking money to play records. <laughs> so being that you didn't have a label situation, they was like, what is you playing that for? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, how much of, you know, your method of interviewing is reflective of your true personality? And how much how, how much sauce are you putting on it, you know what I'm saying, just to be provocative? And, you know, because, you know, that's what people kind of expect from Charlemagne. I don't think I do it. Anymore, it was a, it was a point, it was a period where I used to right. do that. Especially when you get caught up in the um, when you start seeing magazines and shit say like the hip hop Howard Stern, right? Which I don't like because you don't never see them compare a white guy to a black guy. That well, makes you sense. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. <laughs> you know, like to me, he not. I like Howard. I respect him. Right. But he not the ball for me. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Right. The ball for you. What, what would the ball be? I mean, I like I like oh I like Petey Green, man. Yeah, if Petey you know, Green with the truth. And Petey was Howard OG. Yeah, you know, Petey had a TV show that he put Howard on back in the day before everybody knew who Petey Howard Stern Green. was. Petey Green from DC. Yep, I know Demonte definitely don't know who he was. Yeah, Petey Green from DC. Don Cheadle did a movie about him. Yeah, yeah. talk yeah. to yeah. me. Talk, talk to me. He was like one of the main. Radio personalities for Radio One Absolutely. early on. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So uh, I think Kathy Hughes, her, her pops, uh, kind of put him in position, and he was just a, a very outspoken but down with the people kind of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Almost awesome. If you would have took Rudy Ray Moore and put him on the radio, oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that, that, I mean, that actually fucked me up though when they started calling me the Hip Hop Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's not the very match up. So exactly. <laughs> so when you when I start paying attention, I, I always I paid attention to Howard. Yeah. So I'm like, well, damn, what do they like about Howard? So that'll have you in there sniffing J Lo's seat and shit. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Bringing porn stars in there, and tying them up. You like have a class about just uh, honesty. Yeah, but it was a period. It was a level of integrity yeah. that comes with your work. It was a period I was doing that bullshit. Though. It yeah. was a split second. I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it was a period where that shit was just kind of like it was. It was like status quo. When you think about, of course, they call you a shock jock. But when I think about the differentiation between you and other personalities like Star and Buck Wild, mm. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever been concerned with going too far? Nah, because I think I have a different level of integrity that keep me from doing things that they just that things that they did that I just would never think about doing. Like I'm right. not going to insult nobody's children. Right. Mm. I'm not going to threaten nobody's children. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not going to you know make no jokes about nobody's children in the way that Star did with with Envy's kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. not going. Oh, well. I'm not going to play plane crash. Know about that? Yeah, oh yeah, he now got a record. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play sound a uh, plane sound. Effects crashing that was when somebody wild. died. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do all of that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, by the way, some people might look at some things that I've said and be like, "Well, I wouldn't do that." Well, I haven't heard mm -hmm. you really say. I just heard you be completely honest at times. That's what yeah. I, I attempt to be. And but sometimes, you but know, it's cool though. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, I think that that's necessary. Yes, because a lot of motherfuckers need to be put in their place. That's a fact. You know the game need referees. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Motherfuckers get carried away with themselves. That's why I like when 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 guys like you started to be more vocal outside of the music. I mean, you know, I feel like once you get to a certain level in your career, you know, you've kind of earned the right. You know, your legacy allows you 
to be more outspoken. Absolutely. And uh, I appreciate that, man. I mean, I appreciate being able to be in that position. Um, so this is new for me, you know what I'm saying? This, you know, the podcast. It seemed like it's very, it seemed like yeah. you, you've been doing it your whole goddamn you life. You've been doing man. very well. I listen to like, I listen, I listen to both episodes with Killer Mike. I listen to the Alex Jones episode, which Word. I thoroughly enjoyed. Wow. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. Man, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Listen, to, man, Alex, you know, he got some, he got some, he got some information, but it's a lot of cap on there. <laughs> A lot. Of, he sound like a black Israelite to me. Yeah, it's a lot of. <laughs> oh, for real? You ever you ever, you ever well, talked to the black I Israelites? I, I, I've listened Which to him on the corner. What city? New York. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you ever read "Behold the Pale Horse," like the stuff he's saying ain't now, too far fetched. Now "Behold the Pale Horse," I mean, I, I read that in two thousand. That you know, that blew my mind. But I, I thought again, I thought it was just a bunch of bullshit. The silent war. Yeah, uh, and yeah. All that shit. Now I see. I see it. It's taking effect. It's taking effect. And that's why I say with somebody like Alex, I think. I think he's telling the truth about a lot of stuff. Me too. Because mm. I, I look at, but I think he throws some bullshit in there to kind of throw you off of what he is actually I, telling the I truth. I agree with that. I agree with that. Because I look at the people that, that they ban too. Like, why would you ban somebody like that? Yeah. Like, if he's not don't saying ban nobody for lying, that's all I'm saying. Right. If he was just spitting some propaganda and some BS, you'd be like, all right, cool. But right. the fact that he he must be saying something that's true somewhere right. where somebody wants to silence him. Hey, what's the business, man? Tip T.I. Harris right here, man. We're gonna take a pause in the conversation on expeditiously to. Bring to you a company that uh, is helping with anxiety relief, pain relief. Now, this company I'm talking about is Feels. Yeah, Feels. F-E-A-L-S. But what we're going to do is, man, we're going to talk about people who travel all the time, people who are always on the go making bed and move. And it may not leave you a lot of time for sleep. You know what I'm saying? If this sounds like you, then you need to get a Feels membership, okay? When you join the Feels community, you'll get Feels premium CBD delivered to your door every month. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if you must, medicate you may as well use something that's organic and natural right you just place a few drops under your tongue they say you feel the difference in minutes okay everybody's using cbd now as a natural solution to dealing with pain anxiety and sleeplessness with no high no hangover <laughs> no addiction let feels help you feel better i see what you did there okay feels and feel i got that now, it has been documented that feels will help you feel your very best every day. You can become a member today by going to feels.com slash TIP and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash TIP to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash TIP. And now, let's get back to Expeditiously. Now, you as a personality, how long, you know, from uh, South Carolina to your your my, your migration to New York? How long have you have you been like a journalist? Do you think? I don't know if I'm a journalist. What do you mean? I don't. I, I never. I never. I never considered that title. Like I, I look when I look at journalists, I think of like. You know, Barbara Walters, Diane mm -hmm. Sawyer. Okay, you know, I can dig um, that. Dan Rather. Mm -hmm. like, so do you you don't think that radio personalities can be journalists? No, or? I think they can be. I just don't think I'm one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think I definitely think they can be. When I look when I think about like the misinfos. Okay. You know, uh, Angie Martinez, Elliot Wilson. Okay. Like they they I'm not gonna say they take it a little bit more serious than I do, but I I, I think maybe the I think maybe the the definitive uh, uh, factor would be one is for say 
sharing opinions for the purpose of entertainment, mm-hmm. and another one would be kind of like discovering facts. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. For, but I feel like you know it's a lot of it's a lot of that in what you do. You know, especially with you know you got the with your your latest not uh, your latest book uh, shook ones. Mm-hmm. You attack the stigma of mental health yes, in, the, in the African or in the black community. And I feel like that's like that's journalism. You know what I'm saying? That, that's interesting because all I was doing was telling my story. You right. know what I'm saying? I started going to therapy. And when I started going to therapy, I was just keeping a journal of everything that I was experiencing in therapy and like right. the conversations I would have with my therapist. Uh-huh. And that turned into the pages pages of this book. Wow. And I was trying to I actually was trying to translate what my therapist was telling me. Okay. You know, but I realized like, nah, that's not what therapy is about. Therapy is just helping me to understand the shit that I've been through, the things that I'm feeling, so I was able to tell the story. So I brought in this guy named Dr. Ish. He graduated from the University of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's a psychiatrist. And so he gave these clinical correlations in the book. So when that shit came out and people started gravitating towards it and then like yeah. I'm showing up on shows that I've never been on and right. speaking in places I've never been speaking to speaking at and they're like, Oh, you're a mental health advocate and I'm like, For real? Mm-hmm. Well, that right. wasn't, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the intention. You well, know what I mean? Well, it was kind of big when you spoke out on it because that was the only time a lot, a lot of people, people felt that way. Yeah, it came out of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa! And it really made me want to go check your book out. A lot of people felt that way, and I don't think there's enough uh, acknowledgement or consideration given to how much trauma. Black, Lord have mercy. Black, not just black men, but black people. Lord have mercy. Have <laughs> endured, and that like how much the the how much is actually being internalized you know what I'm saying absolutely to the point where once you get to a breaking point you know when people see the effect of that trauma then you know okay, you know what I'm saying they, just, they label you as crazy absolutely I mean shit you think about it my father over Thanksgiving of last year mm. my father read my book and we, uh, my little cousin killed himself. He was 26 mm, years uh. old. He, that was like the fourth time he tried to kill himself. He cut his wrist one time. That didn't do it. He shot himself in the stomach. That didn't do it. I think he tried to take some pills or something. That didn't do it. And over Thanksgiving, he put the gun in his mouth, blew his brains out. Yeah. So between that and my book, my pops was like, yo, you know, I tried to kill myself 30-something years ago. Damn. And then he told me that he was on 10 to 12 different medications throughout his life. And he had been going to therapy. He ain't mm. never told nobody that until... Thanksgiving of last year. So I remember going to my mom like, yo, you know, Pops was going through all this shit. And she was like, I thought he was just playing crazy to get a check. Because he has been getting a check for the past 20 years. So it's just like we don't take things serious when our people are are going through certain things. What is that about? Why? I mean, probably because we dealing with our own shit. That's, That's a fact. What it is. <laughs> you, know what you know what it is with black people, man. This generation, we the first generation of black men that probably got the the luxury Some of healing. Some success out of it. Yeah. But what with the luxury of healing? This shit is a luxury. Yeah. You know what I'm saying we like, we're abused victims. I we've been that blessed time. with the means to actually afford ourselves. Absolutely. Some, some formal help. Absolutely. You think That's about true. our parents. Our parents were just trying to survive. What if yeah. they on good times? They were scratching and surviving. How you go pay for a psychiatrist? Yeah, that, that, that psychology you mean, was trying to feed kids. You can't even pay your gas. I got the psychology, you man. That's psychology. <laughs> but that's why we turn to drugs. That's why we turn to alcohol. That's why we turn to. I'm not yeah. on drugs, Charlamagne. What do you five, you definitely on drugs. Five. We turn to drugs. Want to make that yeah, climb? Five, you devil. Marijuana is a drug. Five, drugs. It's okay though, it's man. This is a place of honesty. Yes, man. Man. you're right. You're right. And, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I just and, smoked the blood before I came. Yeah, out. and you got psychiatrists <laughs> recommending marijuana in some cases. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, psychiatrists. Yeah, it's a form of that. Wait a minute, they're not gonna write you a prescription oh, uh, for, <laughs> for a seven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
how can we kind of remove the stigma mm-hmm. of, of, of mental health within our community? Everybody keep telling their stories. People ask me that all the time. How you eradicate the stigma of mental health? Tell your story. Like, okay. Like, we be so afraid to talk about things that we're going through, or how we feel, or, you know, the effects of certain things on us. Like, a lot of shit ain't normal. It ain't normal to be getting guns pulled on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't normal to be real. sitting in a jail cell and then being fucking solitary confinement for three months at a time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, think about the minds that we had to be in to even do some of the shit that we used to do back in the day. We, we, it was, we a, was abused first. And then, bring, then we just... Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hurt people that, hurt people. There. Man, my mentor, uh, Ambassador Young, he said, man, you know, the condition of the household, at least in the civil rights era or ever since, you know what I'm saying, uh, even before then, Jim, back in Jim Crow day, so he's like, it's really a trickle-down effect. You know, the man is the head of the household. Mm-hmm. But when the man leaves the house, he has to deal with the conditions of the world, you know. So he's he treated like he ain't shit out right. in the world. So he takes that energy, that trauma. He come back and he treat the wife like she ain't shit. And then she takes that trauma and she treats the kid yeah. like he ain't Absolutely. shit. Then the kid kicked the dog and the dog chased the cat and the cat chased the mouse. So on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. And it really just disturbs the ecosystem. And that's the beauty of therapy because I feel like yeah, we all dealing with so much trauma. We got to get to the root of that trauma. Because if we don't get to the root of that trauma, we're just going to be a bunch of hurt people in pain, redistributing that pain, the motherfuckers that usually look just like us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people who I think, you know, we go to first. We always lash out at the people who are closest oh, to mercy. us or most familiar, or that we're most familiar with. That's why I hate that. I hate when they talk about black-on-black crime. You know what I'm saying? Black-on-black crime is a, a, a fictitious construct. Yeah, I'm here as a yep. myth. There is no yep. such thing as black-on-black crime. People kill or commit crimes around the people that they live Absolutely. around. Absolutely. Period. And you know then, what I'm saying? Where is the white-on-white crime? It's definitely white-on-white crime. I'm just saying, as Every many mass, shooting. mass shootings <laughs> as we've had, as many, you know, crazy, hateful white boy we got out here doing crazy, hateful shit. There is no statistic on white-on-white crime. Why is it that there's only a statistic of black-on-black crime? I tell you why. Because it perpetuates that that that, that theory that we need to be policed and it, 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 kind of, yeah, it contributes to mass incarceration. Well, yeah, because we take that away, then people smarten up a little bit. Absolutely. I think that the black-on-black crime wow. is to Okay, the okay the system it it operates on fear. Correct. You know what I mean. So you have to do something, create fear, and from that fear you can justify. You can go justify all the yeah, shit that you, you know you ain't supposed yep. to do. For instance, like the Patriot Act. You know what I'm saying? After 9-11. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they could tap your phone yep. without yep. having yep. We, we had to yep. get the 9-11 done first so we could have the procedures. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, after that, they're like, hey, you know, you see what they're coming over here doing? They flying planes in our building. Yeah, Absolutely. That shit was, that shit so when they put all those police in our neighborhood and they hit us with those harsh sentences for, yeah. whether it's the 94 crime bill, the 88 yeah. crack laws, yeah. they can justify that shit based off, this is where all the trouble is at. This is where all the problems is at. You seen Joe Biden stand on the Senate floor and say that verbatim. He was like, I don't care about the 
conditions that cause these predators to become predators. Mm. We need to fix this shit now because if we don't, they're going to end up killing our moms and our fathers and our brothers. Shout and our to Joe Biden. Is Joe Biden good? Nah, man. Uh, I got Joe, questions. Man. I think he's a. I think he's a good guy with bad shit on him. Man, what? you got some bad shit on. I it. say it all the time. Uh, Joe Biden has done worse things to black people than Donald Trump ever has. For real? Hell yeah, man! The '88 crack laws. Educate me. He passed the '88 crack, crack laws with Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond was a motherfucking <laughs> racial segregationist from uh, South Carolina. Wait, Who was he down with? He was. Was he down? It was, was Barack's vice president. Barack vice president. The 88 crack laws. Think about it. 88 crack laws. Everybody know crack was in the black community more than anywhere. Because they put it there. So now, so, so the 88 crack laws that gave you more time for crack than it did powder cocaine, that was systemically done because they knew who was running around with the 20s of rocks in their pockets. Yeah, absolutely. Then, I mean, you, then you fast forward six years later, they the 94 crime bill that he called the Biden bill. Now, what's the what's the 94 Damn, crime bill? The 94 bill. crime bill was what they were so mad about Hillary over and Hillary wasn't even in the administration when that shit went down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She was just the first lady. She was just Bill Clinton's old lady. Mm. But the 94 crime bill basically is what they say started mass incarceration. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It just mm. gave out all of these harsh sentences yeah, to I know. black well, people. What year was that? 94. Yeah. yeah. My dad did 29 years and he came home like in the middle of that he came home one time about you know 14 years then he came yeah. home and he just went right back in, but that his whole generation's in jail. And listen, we all make mistakes, but he sure. he will not even say that it was a mistake. You ask him now, he'll say the ninety four crime bill didn't cause mass incarceration. What's happening, man? We gonna pause on the discussion right here expeditiously because we have a much needed message to deliver to you. Now, it's about the Fossil Gen 5 smartwatch is their most innovative smartwatch to date. It's compatible with both iPhones and Android phones. Uh, you can make or take calls from your wrist. Even look like, you know, a 007 CIA agent. You know what I mean? You can get your earpiece in the whole gig. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, now, download all the apps you want and music with 8 gigabytes of storage. No need for nightly charges. Extend your battery life for multiple days with smart battery modes alright now here's the bonus it's a smartwatch that actually looks good. You know what I'm saying? Now, this may be an intangible benefit, you know what I'm saying, just given all of the many uses like uh, making and taking calls, listening to your music, downloading your apps. If that's not enough for you, it also looks good, all right? So what are you waiting for, man? Go ahead and treat yourself to the Fossil GM5 smartwatch. You have my permission to shop nonstop using your bankroll and not mine. So get your GM5 smartwatch now at Fossil.com slash TI. Starting at $295, shop right now at Fossil.com slash TI. So tell me, man, 2020 is a big year. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, we have our options are, you know, far and few in between. Uh, for me, it's really anyone but Trump 2020. That's how I feel. Although he might not even make it that far. Yeah, the way it's looking now, I don't know. But yeah. they impeach him on the what last week. What you mean on the last week? For like, real? I, I mean, the, the impeachment is going to help because then that'll take him out the history books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get knocked out of history. When you oh get yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, you got to, you got, you got to, still got with Clinton. You, you got to stain nah, on your name. But Clinton wasn't necessarily impeached. Impeached. Like, I'm talking. What about Nixon? 
He got no, impeached? Yeah. Clinton, Clinton got impeached, but he didn't get removed. Okay. Yeah, and Nixon got impeached, but he didn't get removed. Nixon actually quit before he even went through his, uh, his trial hearing. Clinton went through with the trial, but they found him... I guess not guilty. But Nixon, but Nixon ain't his pictures ain't up in no post offices or nothing nah, like that. You Nixon, know what I mean? Nick, Nixon is a loser. Just like you mm. know, like Clinton ain't really looked at as a loser. Nixon, oh, and, the, and Nixon quit. So that's that's an admission of guilt right there. Like Nixon I'm not even about to go through that shit. Stuff, like what? Like the UFOs? What do you mean? Come yeah. on, man. Is, got, is it Nixon the one that said he's cap on this? Huh? Nixon said he's seen the UFO. Who was that? I do remember. I do remember. Nixon out there. I don't know if he said he saw him. To your Google, Google, man. To your Google. They said he did a deal. They said I I read something like that. He did a deal with extraterrestrials. How do you do a deal with? It was almost like a like a fly zone type of thing. Almost. I don't know if this is true. I gotta lease them some airspace. There you go. Like y'all don't come here. Y'all don't come there. If y'all do. You know, take a couple of, you know, cows or whatever, uh, some human abductions, just bring them back type shit. <laughs> I remember human reading something like that. I don't, I, I'm not going to sit there and say I read that in a reliable source. I just remember mm. uh, reading that. They gave Bill Clinton a bad deal, though. And the reason I think gave, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Bill Clinton could have got away with that in this era. Cause, I mean. Because all, listen, who is going to tell the truth about cheating on their wife? Yeah. What man? <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> yes, what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, black men don't cheat. That's, black black men don't cheat. <laughs> Bill Clinton is white. Regardless of what they say of him being the first black president, he was a white man. You but I'm saying, say you get caught cheating, what you expect the man to do? Yeah, yeah, I'm caught. And if he do tell the truth, he's going to tell the truth between him and his old yeah, lady. His wife, they ain't finna come on, not, TV, no. on TV. No. And I looked it up. Nixon definitely made it to where you ain't even post. pulled your phone out, Fire. I looked it up. He definitely. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> looked it up what? I did it slick. I, you know what I mean? I did it slick. Yeah, sure. Man, you got you got a pick for 2020? You got somebody you looking at? Man, no. <laughs> I don't know. I still I'm waiting on it to shake out a little bit. What about Bernie? Yeah. Is Bernie good? Bernie, I like his stance, but he's he he's in the hospital. Yeah, yeah that hospital. don't look good. It don't look Bernie's good when everybody it don't look good when everybody yeah. saying you too old and then you in the hospital today getting stems in your God heart. God bless Bernie and his family, but I definitely said two months ago that Bernie Sanders is getting kind of old. Kind of old. He's he's 78 years old. He's the same age as Donald Trump. Why are our presidents so old? What you mean? That's old. That's old as hell. I mean, 70-something years old. (laughs) That is old to be president. 70-something to run our country? You can't even run a race. I'm not going to lie. You can't even damn near drive. You can't do anything. I I don't (laughs) believe in ageism, but no, I kind of feel five on that. Just because of the duties of the presidency, man. (sighs) He might go see now. Push the button. I think you should have a certain physical... Like, there should be... There should be some physical capacity to the president. You're the leader of the free world. Absolutely, so man. If motherfucking Putin come over here and knock on the White House door and say he want to challenge you to a fight, oh, alone. Man, absolutely. I mean, you got to. But you know, we, Trump will fight him. Though. I will say that Trump will nah, fight him. Nah, nah, nah. That's the man. Nah, um, he ain't finna fight. And Trump seventy six is damn so. He ain't pulled the fight. Yeah, expeditions. So we don't give Trump no props. He ain't pulled the fight. Trump don't deserve no props. I'm just saying, you want to think like, for instance, Barack. You like, you know, you can see. Barack can fight. He can. He can protect. I can tell himself. by the way Barack played basketball that he would fight. Barack and Michelle look like they can fight. <laughs> Michelle definitely can fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they look like a nice, healthy couple. Absolutely. And, and look how old Barack looked after those ages. They yeah. fucked him up. So imagine, imagine Bernie yeah, in the I White House, man. Stress, man. Mm. Shit, Trump not age don't like do it. I don't know why anybody would want to do it. I don't know. Be the president? Yeah, I don't know why anybody would want to do it. Don't. It's just really like a big, big stroke of the ego. That's really all it is. 
You don't have no privacy. You don't want somebody to kiss your ass out there. You don't have no privacy. I don't think nah. there's nothing wrong with being the president if you really got power. I'm, I'm not sure that they really got power. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that, like those are like a lot the of them other... say they puppets. You yeah, know, that's what they I say. believe that There's somebody controlling those. So who's, behind that. who's back there? Nah, them, yeah. them people Alex Jones be talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. The people who was at uh, Bahamian Grove. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but to be honest with you, money runs the world. Period. Correct. Whoever has the most money buys the best weapons. Absolutely. And, you know, so on and so forth. So money runs the world. Uh, and the central banking system runs the world. Is, you know, that's the source of the most wealth in the world. So therefore, the central banking system would have a little more say so over what is done in any country mm. than the president. Yeah, the president ain't nobody, man. Nah, I wouldn't go say that. Just keep it real. I mean, love. listen, yeah, Trump Trump is showing me that president's got more power than I thought. I'm it's not Trump even going to lie. I mean, listen, he, he's done things in the presidency that I didn't think was, was, just, was possible. Man, this <laughs> is, I didn't know. He's shown me that president's got a lot is, more power than I thought they did. Yeah, this I shit is that. ridiculous. I mean, shout out to uh, Robert De Niro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he went yeah, home, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bobby D, man. Getting no sin in and telling it like it is. You dig? One time. See, that's the thing. Once you get up in age, man, you don't give a fuck about what you say and who you're saying. And, and that's exactly how Trump yeah, feels. Shit. Fuck him. I'm sorry. But that's the problem. That that, that's actually the problem with the Democratic Party. Mm. They don't realize the language of politics is dead. Right. So they mm. still getting on TV, you know, talking all proper. And still trying and, to be PC. Yeah, they have their talking points. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Nobody, Meanwhile, nobody cares about that. Robert De Niro, Trump, them, they just letting it fly. Bullshit. You remember that movie Bullworth? <laughs> yeah. With Warren Beatty? Mm-hmm. That's how one of these liberals got to be. They got to be like Bullworth. Don Cheetah was in that too. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker Bullworth was running for president. He fell in love with Holly Berry and he started going to the hood with Holly Berry <laughs> and he started listening to Don Cheetah and the gang members talk because you know, you know our brothers are in the street. We articulate and we know what's going on in our community. Yeah. And he started taking that information in and getting on them fucking debate stages and spitting that shit and yeah. the nation fell in love with him and what's then they the killed his ass. I mean, They smoked <laughs> Bullworth at the end of the movie. They smoked him at the end of the movie. We're going to take this conversation and dedicate it to helping people who need help the most. I see. Just like we did for you, Dina, we're going to help others. Okay? So anyone looking to have a little more intimate uh, intimacy added to their relationship and mm. possibly a deeper connection, try the chewables from BlueChew.com. With BlueChew.com, they can actually get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But chewables, so they work faster. You know what I'm saying? So you can take that man who had, you know, you know. Yeah. The Well, so it's chewy, so they don't have to be chewy. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You know? Turn, yeah, sure. I get it. And why you don't have a man? I'm telling you. Uh, Blue Chew allows you to get straight to the bedroom, man, and pipe up. Pipe up! Please. So she, I mean, she won't, we don't want her to be disappointed. And some of them need all the help they can get. But you're right. That is the number one reason why somebody wouldn't call you back. With Blue Chew, there's no awkward doctor visit, and they can send it straight to you in discreet packaging so your neighbors ain't all in your business. You know what I mean? But it's time for you to be confident in the bedroom every time. Now, you know what I'm saying? So what you need to do is... Mm. To take advantage of this great deal that they have for you guys, you visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free 
when you use promo code TIP. Ain't that some? We got to try it out. Get you, you going to try what, what you're talking about? No, I mean, we, I mean the, coll- the people. I mean, they the they got to try it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I guess I I, I give it a, I give it a ring around the rosy. You probably I have to. I don't, but I have to test all the stuff that oh, I'm okay, promoting. Okay. I just have to. I can't promote something that well, I don't know what it's like. But I mean, I don't know if I could get any better, Dina. Oh my God! I don't know if I can get any that, better, Dina. You know what? Listen, <laughs> hey, listen. Lord, well, if you can, it would be with these my wife, right my, here. My, my wife sings my praises all the live long hour oh, after. <laughs> right after that hour is up, then you know is is back to. But hey, but you guys have a greater chance at success in the bedroom with BlueChew.com. You know what I mean? Promo code TIP, and they pay me to say it, so chew it and do it. <gasps> Chew it and do it. We in this past week have seen quite the turn of events. Okay. Um so the 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 impeachment inquiry mm-hmm. uh it derives from an alleged conversation between Agent Orange and uh Ukra- which prime U- minister? U- Ukrainian president. Ukrainian president. <clears throat> Which it is, it is said that the 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 sitting president suggested that uh, the Ukrainian president should look into Joe Biden's son's mm-hmm. business in oh. the Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, now the thing about that is that's already unlawful to use your power to influence uh, another president to investigate. A, a, a political, potential political opposition. Yeah, yeah. So, and not to mention, on the same call is to to talk about why the funds of the aid for the Ukraine ain't made it yet. Yeah, he held that. He held on to that. So basically, he held the funds, and so basically, so uh, the Until United he got States, what he wants. right? The United States have an agreement with the Ukraine where they give them aid, and you know they send them money. They send them money. They get a care package. And when it was time for the care package, the care package didn't make it. Whoa. You know what I mean? And so the Ukrainian president, of course, is like, yo, uh, what's going on, guys? And Trump was like, yeah, well, you know, I want to talk to you about this thing. Yeah, I need a now, favor. I want you to do a favor. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Here's some mob shit. I want you to <laughs> do some old a favor for me. Um, well, that's fucked up. I mean, man. I honestly feel like, and then after the inquiry for the impeachment, the article of impeachment, um, he started, he took to Twitter and, in so many words, threatened a civil war. Threatened a civil war. What? Today, this morning, he said, this morning, he said, this is a coup. Yeah. Happening, happening in America. He said yeah. the Democratic Party is trying to take away your rights to everything. That right there, that's that's war talk right there. Mm-hmm. You riling up your troops, all them motherfucking bikers. Go against who though? Us fellow Americans? Fair and decent people. Yes. See, he's a he's a fascist, and this is textbook fascism. You know, supremacists against fair. So, I'm gonna tell you, like, supremacists gonna lose these days. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't know, I don't know too many tough supremacists running around here. You see, you know, Shit. You see right here? I don't see them. What? Wait, what? Absolutely. I see supremacists on the news, Fox Five. Man, I don't see them. Them white home in the areas talking about y'all niggas get up out of here. Them white biker gangs ain't bullshitting. Now the biker gangs. Are the- <laughs> hey, five, five. Old biker gangs are serious. The police ain't bullshitting. Yeah. What do you do? First, first and foremost, 
never underestimate anybody. Everybody, man, a baby will knock your head off. Word. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> as long as he can pull the trigger. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just want people to know, don't be, I'm not scared of no white supremacy. I'm not trying to be funny about it, but like, there's people who see the KKK or see shit authority and just back down. No, 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 I'm not scared of white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? I want that to be known. Like, that's played out. Nobody's worried about it. Well, that's the Bible. The Bible made us fear that. Ephesians yeah. 6 5. Ephesians 6 fear 5. Is for, fear, fear is exclusive to God. Yes, you know what exactly. I'm but the but in the Bible, it said earthly. It said slaves should fear their earthly masters. Yeah, well, we know that was and that's why them. you know some lines. That's why I can't fuck with King the Bible James. all the way. Yeah. Because now don't get me wrong, I believe in God. Me too. God is real. Religion is bullshit. I agree but, totally. Uh, in the Bible, there are so many inconsistencies, and that's the reason why. And I believe Jesus. I believe he walked the earth. I believe he he was a a, a, a great man. Yeah, like Martin Luther King Jr. or Elijah Muhammad. I mean, he's a little more better than that. He's better than that. I think he's been. I even go with the man with. I won't go without sin. The man with the least sin. Who? I, that's what I would go. We with. don't know what him and Mary Magdalene was doing. I don't even. And a man that can turn water into wine want a party. Okay, <laughs> that I know. I that I know. This. I will say this. Um, the myth of Jesus, though, the story points have been duplicated throughout uh, uh, in different civilizations yes. in 1400s, 1500s. Like there are different, uh, I guess, people uh, who were born, they say, on December 25th. Uh, who were born immaculate conception to a virgin, uh, who who died on the cross and was resurrected on the third day. All of the different points of Jesus's stories, they've been also associated with other people in history. I I, I agree with that, but I'm gonna tell you this about Jesus: he's the most famous one. What do you mean, famous? Most famous? One? Who gives a damn I, about fame? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Talking about. <laughs> I'm going with the most popular Messiah. That's what I'm trying to say. If I, I dig up somebody Messiah. from How many Messiahs do you know, five? Huh? Jesus <laughs> has more followers on Instagram. I'm just so. saying. Man, I'm just saying. And God don't here, like to, God don't like somebody who want to be so smart and go back to the 1300 billion. He don't it say that in the Bible. Like, don't the, be that guy. The wildest thing you about Jesus to me is I don't know how Jesus became. God over God. Like, like See, that's I, not, I, because I don't understand. Wait that. a minute now. This is the thing. Because another inconsistency in the Bible, it says, I God is a jealous God. That's right. You can't serve two masters. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So if God is a jealous God, and but Christianity is telling say the only way to God is through Jesus. Yes. See that don't see I don't is that's a contradiction. I don't get it. You serve us too you serve yeah. two masters. Are, are people saying Jesus is God? Like I, I, I thought God was the Father, Jesus was the Son. If you're a scumbag, you can use and pray in Jesus' name. You see what I'm trying to say? That's what does just, that mean? I never understood that. That means how that do you, you pray go, in Jesus' name? Because I, I sinned or whatever the case may be, I'm going to God. I, I'm not worthy. So therefore before I pray, hey Father God, I'm asking uh -oh. this in Jesus' name. Why can't I, I go right to God? Why, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How do you pray in Jesus' name if you are serving God? Jesus is the son. The so, son. I don't hold When you want to call him. Listen. You when you want to talk to me. You I'm a God body. I don't hey, want to start this. But like, just wait a minute, man. You're asking questions, so you're going to have to listen to the answers. Listen. Oh, you can't <laughs> step on my shoe and then say, hey, Demani, uh, exactly. tell your dad I'm, I'm sorry. Exactly. 
You got to no, tell Tiffany dad, sorry. But guess what you can say? Hey, Damani, I fucked up. Can you talk to your dad for me? <laughs> All right, you got a point, Fop. That's a good point. <laughs> you got a better relationship with him than me. Holla at him, Tiffany. Clean the slate. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, man. That I, is a good I, I, point. I go for that. But you're still not putting Damani on the same level as I don't know. his father. He's not. He's not. But that's what they do with Jesus. That's a mistake. Yes, I agree. Yeah, because of the, you know. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's real. It's propaganda. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it's propaganda. Also, uh, the Bible, uh, it says that God's word is everlasting. Yes. God's word is everlasting. So if God's word is everlasting, then that means there's an there's no ability, there's no opportunity to change any of these words. Absolutely yes. not in this Bible. And that's, Absolutely and, and not. that's the problem. Okay. Well, you do know that the Bible has been rewritten more times than yes, sir. any other book. Yes, sir. Ever. You got and Old Testament, why, New Testament, the LeBron James version. The LeBron James <laughs> version. That's funny. This is why you're supposed to figure it out yourself. Like That's why God gives you your time to figure it out. Now, if you get caught up in the inconsistencies, that's on you. But there's more good than bad. That's but what that's what I, when I talk, when I speak to preachers and I say this, man, you know what I'm saying? I have a very, They're very hard time. I have a very hard time. I mean, when they're subscribing to a policy, I believe a lot of a lot of preachers are, are, are scam, very good. Well, wait a minute. I think a lot of them are good people. I think they really, really, really do believe. They've been tricked. Or something. They really do believe. They're just like, shit, some lawyers really believe in the legal system. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Now, some police really believe in good police work. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? However, you do know that as history has shown us, Ain't too much good police work. You dig what I'm saying? The biggest problem I got with Christianity, man, as long as you got black people worshiping a white Jesus, you will never, ever truly rebel against your oppressors because when you see them, you see God. That's a fact. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, fact. that's what I see today. You look at that case today, the the, the whole Amber oh, Geiger yeah, situation. And you got horrible. you got one policewoman rubbing her hair. You got the judge Yo, getting off the bench crazy. to hug her. You got the, the, the brother saying, I don't want you to go to jail. What is that? I've never that's, seen that in my life. That is what happens when you worship white Jesus. Because mm. he said, I want you to know Jesus. You Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. You can't stand to see a white Stockholm woman uncomfortable, syndrome. a white person uncomfortable. Like, you know what Stockholm Syndrome is? No. Okay. Stockholm Syndrome is when... Uh, you have been uh, held captive or kidnapped, and the people who have kidnapped you have, you know, kind of brainwashed you to where you you, ready to you stay? support them. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, we could take the cuffs off. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of yeah, black people up. have Stockholm Absolutely. syndrome. Yeah, and we so we so forgiving when it comes to white folks. Uh, no, but I will say this: but boy, we cancel each other in a heartbeat. One of the best hey. churches I ever went to in my life was the um, shout out to Pastor Frank. Uh, a Baptist church It was a white church I'm not gonna lie But he was strictly To keeping it real He was in there No I ain't no white Jesus Yeah he was That's in Chicago? That ain't Chicago Okay okay I ain't gonna lie But that's the only White church I've went to And seen that In my whole life But there was one And I don't go to Man. No black churches I mean, Once man, the play come around the music, I'm good. I was in a church I go if I just, I, said, it, it, I see church Like a show it yeah, really is. Yeah, it's like a yeah, show. Yeah. You go to it's be like entertained. What city if has I the worst go, huh? <laughs> what city has the worst churches? I don't know, Atlanta. man. I'm sure. <laughs> I, but, nah, yes. man. As you know, I can tell you who Dallas, got the best. Dallas is you know, big. You ever been to Potter House? 
Mm-mm, what's that? That's that, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes shirts in no. Dallas. No. Never been. T.D. Jakes. Listen, you, you would love it. T.D. Jakes. Let me tell you something. Uh, i sure. When you sit, I like T.D. Jakes. T.D. Oh. Jakes is a beast. I like T.D. Jakes. You guys sound like Christian. No, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, first of all, I am not in any way trying to oppose Christianity any more than any other religion. I think all, all of religions them. I agree. I are agree. there to control the minds and actions of people. I agree. Uh, let me get uh, Catholics. Oh, Let's talk about God. Catholics. Okay, so anytime you have a human being, a man, in position to hear all of the sins and confessions of people within the congregation, they don't know who he is, yes. but he can see them. Okay, first of all, uh, G, they, as the Bible should state, Jesus died for human beings to to ask for forgiveness and be forgiven for our sins, correct? Fact, sacrifice. Okay, and that sacrifice come when you accept Jesus and you believe he was resurrected on the Oh, hold, hold up now. But I'm just saying, no, I'm talking about yeah. as the Bible would state. As the Bible state. says, okay. Okay, so if that is true, why do I have to go through yet another representative of God? <laughs> I'm going through yet another representative. So first, I got. To, I want to talk to your boss. I want to. You know <laughs> Can I speak to your manager, sir? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you got this person who you can't see, but he can see you. You got to tell him all your business, and he tell you some futile activity for you to do to be forgiven. Three Hail Marys and, you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, why yeah. that was started, though, right? You know why they have those booths and shit. But I think that it's because the preachers want to use you you, you, you the right confessions there? against the yes, congregation. That's how it started. So if I'm in the confession booth and for. I say, "Man, I cheated on I cheated on my wife," and I'm I, I'm so sorry, da, 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 da. and he say, "Oh, you did." Yep. Mm. So then he pull up on your wife at communion. You know your husband yes. said he cheated on you. So why don't you meet me in the? You nigga. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, oh, and you're hoping shit. that that guy, right. the mayor, the the whoever who runs the city, because what? honestly, when we ask who run things, the church. That's who's running Man, the church. And most communities. You know why they go to the church? Because the church, they know that the church had control of the minds of the people, of the masses. If you can go to any leader of a church, and he has a congregation of hundreds to thousands. So if I'm a politician, I'm going to go to this church because I know if I get him, it's over. I get all these people. I got all these people. And they come in. The congregation, don't they just go so easy? <laughs> and that's why. Whatever it, he says up there, I'm with him. That's why you you seeing these pastors and preachers be using the word to get pussy. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's using what, the word to I get mean, head. Church is where you get pussy. Everybody knows that if you've been going to church. I ain't never went to church before. All right, well, when I was young, I, I used to go to church. I never got no pussy yeah, in church. The girls at church, are, you be in the sermon, the girls at church are the freakiest ever. Like. Yeah, but you ain't fuck them in the church. Nah, five. You fuck them man, after church up, and yeah, you yeah, fill yeah, them up yeah, in yeah. church. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. what? <laughs> you fill them up in church. Why, why they singing with the doing all the partying? Yeah, you bugging. Get your feels on. Let them do what it is. Yo, you bugging. All right, that's why I take care of you. sit right here. You know what's so Stop it. She in there praising and you in here palming. No, I'm trying to tell you the girls at church more. She praying and you praying. These girls have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, people at church are a little... Um, what's the word when you don't really go nowhere and kind of box them? Isolated. Isolated. There's a lot of isolation go. going on in church, a lot of lusting going on too. You know, if you're in church, you got a girlfriend or something, you can't kiss your girlfriend 14. Your mom ain't having that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get married. But those be the ones. I see what those you're saying. Those be the ones right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Now we'll take a pause on the conversation from Expeditiously to focus on something we all need to do. That is help people who need help the most. So I'm going to take your attention. I'm going to place it on one of my very important visionary team members. Her name is Dina. Perhaps you've heard of her. A couple of my podcasts, even maybe on Family Hustle or something like that. But I refer to her as single Dina because she's been looking for love and companionship. I guess now she'll take a situationship. But it's been it's been oh, a long really? time. Yeah, I'm just saying it's been a long time. And it's been a long, hard road. Lord. Long, hard road. Not the way you're thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> now, how does Dina know if she finds someone miraculously all of a sudden? How will she know that her friends will like the person she selects? Well, luckily for Dina, there's a new app called Ship. Yep. S-H-I-P, ship, as in relationship, situationship, companionship, you know, all of these ships. Or the ship that you use to sail the French Riviera when you find the man of your dreams, Dina. We can call it ship because we're going to let you swipe for your friends, okay? If you're single, like Dina, you invite a group of friends to join your crew. I'm sure I'll be in Dina's crew. It's it's important that people around you like who you are dating. That's an important factor. That's what's kept you single so long, Dina? No, I don't want to hear okay. what anybody has to all say. Right. All right, all right, cool. Well, uh, <laughs> those friends that you put in your crew can help you find matches. And the best part is mm-hmm. if... You're not single, and you've been successful at finding a companion like me. You can still join and help your friends out. You don't need to make a profile or anything like that. You just join your friends and put them in your crew, and you start swiping. Period. All right? see how this works. Yeah, I think one of the fun things about SHIP is there's a group chat with your crew, so all of Dina's (laughs) friends will be able to talk about which guy or girl she feels is right for her. Oh, yeah. Lord. Hey, man, it's almost 2020. Approach 2020 now. Right, you got to we'll keep... stay open. We'll stay open. You got to stay open-minded okay. here, Dina. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, because once we get, you know, a little up in... Can't afford to be so choosy. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? You it's, know what? Just, you know, hey, man, you're supposed to like who like you Sir, at this point, okay? just give me the app. Okay, well, I think it'll be kind of funny to see who I choose is compatible for Lo- Dina. I would love to see this. Versus everyone else. Um... Yeah, I like the story of it all. You see what I'm saying? This is about finding love and loyalty. Whatever you choose to do for yourself, just know, finding a date or finding companionship or finding a relationship or a situationship Mm. is more fun if you do it with friends. So you, Dina, should download SHIP, the dating app that lets you swipe with your friends. I'm going to do it right now. Yes, that's S-H-I-P. That's S-H-I-P. Search for SHIP dating in the App Store and start swiping today. So, Dina, you should be that much closer to finding you something that you can call your, I guess. A boyfriend? Husband? Or girlfriend. I mean, whatever you like, man. I mean, Just you know. know the next time we get on this podcast, I might be dating somebody. Yeah, with well, ship. Ship is going to help you might find someone. Might be a situation. <laughs> Could be a situation. You know what I'm saying? Could be a situation. Ship. You, you, know, you know the Bible says you can't find God in any man-made temple? Mm. But then they send us to church every Sunday. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That was deep. That's not deep. It's in the Bible. Nah, but I'm saying, but look, though, right? 
Jesus never, I've never seen where it say Jesus, David, Moses, where they spoke to God and it nah. say it happened in a church. Nah. nah. It's always in the wilderness, at the burning bush. Because that's all earth, it, that's like, God's it's turf. outside. Yeah, the earth is God's turf. You dig He created saying? all of this. You know what I'm saying? God ain't going to say, meet me in the building right no, now. No. <laughs> not even yeah. a little bit. Not yeah. even a little bit. That's the, that is the Christianity, the impact on Christianity in the black community, man is the reason that you see, like, in Charleston, South Carolina, when you see, like, uh, the, the church shooting that happened there when the nine people got shot in Emmanuel AME, or even the thing with Amber Geiger, that forgiveness they talk about, that comes directly from Christianity. You ever mm. seen, watch Birth of a Nation, the story about Nat Turner. Of course, yeah, and it I've breaks it down exactly how they used to use religion to control us, used to use religion Absolutely. to keep us in line. And that's just that, that, that scripture that you quoted earlier, mm-hmm. respect your master yeah. and fear them. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying? They, they slipped that, that in there. Corinthians, whatever, they slipped that. Yeah, that's, that's, Ephes- that's, it was Ephesians. I think it's Ephesians 6 5, if I'm not mistaken. Slavery that, yeah, I mean, but when you have that kind of talk, it's, it's hard. My God ain't going to tell me no shit like Hell that. Hell no. My God ain't going to tell me that. Like when I saw that judge get off the stand and hug her? That fuck When you ever seen a, jug hu- a judge hug somebody they sentenced? Never. A murderer. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Like, like, that shit is crazy. That's unprecedented. Come on, man. She should not be. Are you allowed to do that? I don't. I didn't know. I thought that when the judge do the sentence, they gotta go on about their business yeah, or their yeah, chambers. I don't think. And she, why she was black? <laughs> well, it, uh, we also saw at least this is the, the, allegedly she was supported by the same police department that the young lady who she sentenced worked for. Oh. You know, because you know judges are elected, elected official. So in her last election, yeah. she was supported by the the police department that uh, the lady worked for who she sentenced. Now, speaking of this, the lady we're talking about is Amber Geyer. She gets uh, 10 years uh, for a murder sentence. Lord have mercy. For fatally shooting Botham Jean. For no reason. Yes. This former Dallas police officer, she killed the brother Botham Jean in his apartment last year. Uh, She headed to prison to begin a 10-year sentence. Now, uh, my uncle got 10 years for a brick. Damn. <laughs> That's not that long. One brick. And she get 10 for a body. And they say she probably get out of five. She probably going to get out in less than that. How? Because, because if you see that show that they put on in the courtroom today with the judge hugging her and the brother saying, I don't want her to go to jail. That's they're pushing that paperwork. For her, she probably do like two. Why did the brother say that? Man, I have that's a Christianity. Hate brother, man. That's a hate-nine brother. <laughs> if that was my brother, yo, that's a hate. If I was his uncle, somebody need to check him. Nah, you heard what he said? Bro, my family has been going about to say this. Man, we, shit was, we, we, we too quick to forgive. It was disturbing. <laughs> that wasn't even forgiving. That's more like you just turned a blind eye. Yeah, that yeah, That wasn't yeah, even yeah. like, that's not, I don't think that's like genuine I want to do more research on the brother that died. Somebody told me forgiveness is um, when you truly forgive is when you realize that you not going that that you can't do anything to the person that harmed you. Mm. Like when somebody somebody does some something to you, and you have the the the, the means and the resources and the ability and you let them to slow. do something to them, but you say you know what I forgive them. You know what I mean? They say people that forgive usually can't do anything to the person mm. that did something to them. So that's why they forgive because they have nothing else to do. I've seen that though mm. on the street. I've seen people be tough, get get their ass beat. You know what I'm saying? And then you know you be like, yo, you ready to go? Put some work in? Like, nah, they got it. Put some work in. He got it. He got it. He got it. I don't want no problem. You really forgive him. Get out the streets, man. Man. So when I see that, when I see that brother say that on that stand today, it's like he know he ain't going to do nothing to him. Yeah. What can he do? (laughs) 
what, what can he get done? I, think it, look at I believe there were some visits to the family to kind of from who coerce from the them. gang, the police gang, the yes. police department. Yes, they still got to live there. Duh. <laughs> she a cop? Five? You dig what I'm saying? And she got the complexion for the connection. And protection. <laughs> I, I miss yes. the good old days, man. What was what? the good, good old, old days? days. There was when? never no good old days. Good old days. When, forgive me, but when people used to, when the cops used to do stuff, there used to be consequences. There used to be a time days. period where a police officer was in the hood doing some shit. He You're had talking about before stuff. integration. You're talking about, about the like 90s. I remember the, the 90s. 90s. In the ni- ni- 97, 96, when I walked the streets of Brooklyn, if a police officer, I could have been 15, two police officers walking up the block, if I get them niggas the wrong note, I'd be like, fuck out of here. Them niggas would turn around and be like, not this street, and keep it moving. They're not calling for backup or what you say? None of that shit. It's like, nigga, what? Don't make me get a, <laughs> make a hundred niggas come so, out. So you know what I mean? It's not so, like that So no you more. saying they not Man. pussy no more? They have, they have no respect for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. They're not pussy no yeah, more. Yeah, it sounded to me like you were saying so they were pussy back then. So you the police to the point where now the, the, they've over-militarized it's y'all themselves. It's not That's what you just said. We needed to have that in the hood. This is our hood. Nah. Our neighborhood. Well, it ain't our neighborhood. Nope, not if you don't it want to No, it it's not. We're ownership. Exactly. What do we own within this neighborhood? Back in the days, there was people no, stuff. no, there used to be the no. candy lady on the block. Yeah, that she was those are renters. <laughs> those are tenants. Well, we just lost control. Like the police should not be governing the hood. You know I mean? like I like the days of the Black Panthers when the Black Panthers yeah. used to police the police. That's yeah. fire. The shit fire was talking about just now. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about street level. The Black Panthers were street dudes. Absolutely, no, the Black Panthers 100%. were not street dudes. You crazy? Yeah, what are you talking about? Black like, Panthers sold drugs. Man, zip your mom's the word. <laughs> I, mean, I do the black panthers were good people. Man. I never said. it. No, <laughs> black panthers was definitely street dudes. I never said. it. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was, man. Okay. And Bobby Seale. Bobby Seale, absolutely. You know, yeah, the NOI and all them was reformed street Asada dudes. Shakur, yeah, you talking uh, about Matulu Shakur? Like you ain't talking about no suckers. Yeah, I ain't, yeah. I'm just I ain't know they was out there like that. Uh, Listen, you had to be out there like that. And you had to have the heart There's to be out there police and the police. You know Man. what I'm saying? You out there with your guns, the police out there with their guns. You just making sure shit goes smooth. That was a good time. That was a good time. That was a good time. That was great because you know they actually uh, they 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 attended to the needs within the community. Yes, and they knew the needs of the community because they were members of the Absolutely. community. Absolutely, hundred percent. For instance, I think one of the one of the first things they did was uh, they there was this uh, intersection where kids had a crosswalk. Okay, and kids had to cross the street to go to school, and there was no stop sign, no red light. And cars would come flying down there, and a kid got hit and died. So the Black Panther would stand out there with their pistols and and make sure that the cars would stop so the kid could cross back and forth uh, to go to school and made the the city, or, I mean, I guess, encouraged or, you know, kind of. Make something happen. Yeah, they put up a they put up a stop sign or a red light, something like that. But so that was like those are the type those are the type of things that the Black Panthers were actually no, shout out to the Black present Panthers, to man. do. Then Huey P fuck up though. He fucked up. What you mean? It's Everybody fuck up. You fucked up. Oh, I'm good. 
Nah, man, you didn't fuck. I don't listen to oh, nothing. a long time ago. Yeah, I don't listen to nothing they say about any of our black leaders. Mm-mm. Every single one of our black leaders, they've tried to to, to defame their name in some way, man, shape, or form. Every single one. It was a movie. That just everybody came out. historically, man, fuck the movie. Listen, <laughs> everybody historically, no matter what color you are, everybody got dirt. Everybody done did Absolutely. bullshit. Everybody done uh, uh, fallen short of the glory. Um, so why is it that it's so Publicize when we do it. You know what I mean? They want to defame our, our, our leaders' names because they don't want us to follow our leaders. It's you true. know what I'm saying? If I put dirt on Malcolm X's name, Martin Luther King Jr.'s name, mm. UEP Newton, Marcus Garvey, whoever it was, right. it makes you be like, man, I'm not even going to study on that person. Because right. that person is Especially foul. Malcolm X, and he's a good person to study on, but they throw dirt on him every oh, few years. Oh, my God. They turn the corners in New Malcolm X room. I'm like, damn, man, fuck it, man. And they do things on purpose. I remember when they tried to say uh, Malcolm X was, was, was gay. Yeah, I don't, I don't and, believe man, that I've at all. I've seen that. Uh, that I I don't believe that at all. But they're, 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 they know that there's a certain stigma, stigma yes. in the black community. You know mm. what I'm saying? So they think that that would discourage That's people. why you need to watch that Harlem, the Golf All the Harlem. I heard that shit is amazing. Malcolm X is <laughs> No, it really is. It really is. Like, Malcolm X, and, and then it shows you Malcolm was really helping Bumpy Johnson, and at the same time, there's a lot going on. And see, that's what I'm talking about. Somebody mm. like Malcolm, only somebody like Malcolm would understand the, the 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 need for somebody like Bumpy mm. and would actually get with him yeah. to try to make some change. We can't clean up the whole hood, but we'll clean up most of it. Except for where Bumpy's at. And, 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 <laughs> and, I, and I heard he's still telling Bumpy he need to get his shit together. No, he the pressed process. him a few times. Yeah. He pressed him a few times. He's I like, mean, whoa. I think that's, you know, that's necessary. He's kind of gangster. I think mm-hmm. all of that, all of that stuff is necessary, man. You know, with no order, there is chaos. Yes. and I think that's the problem, man. We've separated all of our leaders from our communities, and and the youngsters run amok. Mm. You dig, and when the youngsters run amok, there are no consequences. You know, aside from the legalities, there are no, you know, what I'm saying, Agreed. no accountability. Uh, Ain't no checks and balances in the hood no more. Yeah, it makes it hard to help. What do you mean? Do we, you go there, try to help out, and everybody running the muck, and then you know the leader get no respect. He got beat up, robbed, shot. You like, you know what? Fuck the hood. You know what I mean? Or nah. Nipsey Hussle situation. You out here helping, and somehow the hood. You know what I'm saying? The only way one could say that is if they is if they don't have a genuine love, respect, or appreciation for themselves. Mm-hmm. Self-hate is what will, uh, that's what's going to cause you to turn your back on people that look like you. You know what I mean? Turn your back on people who came from the same places that you came from. Like, for instance, you from Brooklyn. Okay, so you go back to Brooklyn and you see motherfuckers who walk in the same street, going to the same school you went to, having the same struggles that you had. And if all you got to say is, man, fuck them folk. And that, no, that's that, fucked up. That shows. Yeah. That shows that that's really projection. That shows like how you feel about yourself. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, but the answer to the black, the answer to the community for I, for us has always been uh, the answer to the problems within our community have always been get rich enough to move out and never look back. And that's why the community stayed fucked up because ain't nobody mm. putting nothing back into the hood. But yeah. it's a little hard though. I'm just telling you. It's, it's not, a little hard when you come on Saturday. Everything and you do... is hard, man. You know it's what I'm saying? Beating the murder case is hard. You're going to give up? 
Not me personally. I'm just saying I can see how some people go. Because look, I go back to the hood all the time. But there's definitely time I'm like, I'm not fucking with the hood. And I don't care what the hood says. I'm from the hood. I help y'all when I, you know what I mean? But I'm not here to just cater to you people who don't care because we in the hood. But you're not saying fuck the whole hood, though. You're just saying fuck some individuals in I'm the hood. I'm keeping it real. Sometimes it's fuck the hood. Nah, yeah. man. Yeah, what I mean, you're I'm, saying is that you don't want to subject yourself to the environment for whatever Sometimes reason. the environment is not healthy for you to even go help. Well, you can't go back out there with a gun in your, in your waist five and no, stand on the corner like you. You don't want to go out there to go in to help somebody. They say, yo, guess what? We don't fucking want your help. We don't care if you lived over here, what you doing. Get the fuck out of here. We happy being broken poor. Get yeah, out. but what about the people who, what about the people <laughs> well, who true, what about the people who do appreciate your help though? Those are the people that you and say that, come down to the and that's community it. center and you know. That's what I mean? it. That's what you focus on. You focus on the next little five in the hood. That is true though. You have to uh, go find them though. Damn yeah. You know what I mean? I have heard many times that you cannot help our people if they know they're being helped. Oh shit, niggas don't like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't understand that. You take assistance from everybody else. You take government assistance. From, you know what I mean? From us, though. It's you know like man? pride, ego. You know what I mean? Why has he done so good? He ain't perfect. We got to swallow our pride and ego and stuff like that. Because, you know, though. you get to the hood and, you know, somebody will be saying to you, like, oh, who are you to be helping me? You ain't nobody. I remember when you and you was just running around here doing X, Y, and Z. You got to block all that out and say, you know what? You got to give him a hug. That's it. That's it. You got to love our people in spite of themselves, man. See, this is the thing there's a difference between of course how we see it is we see it as we are doing something for somebody right they see it as we're doing something to somebody wow that's when what it should be is we're doing something with there you go. You dig what I'm saying? There you go. So there, it has to be a natural progression. Uh, so so we, we can we can gain some kind of some kind of equal ground, man, because we just on we've been on this hamster wheel for decades. Yeah, but that's why I say you got to just silence the noise and just go help, man. Like I do, I do so much stuff in my town. I do book bag giveaways, turkey drives, right, right. Genuine, I, genuine, yeah. And I see the appreciation that that be on these people's faces, yeah. man. I remember this summer. And I'm out there, and it's pouring rain. I'm giving. I, I did a fish fry, giving away mm. free fish, free shrimp, fries, all of that. We giving away backpacks from Spray Ground. And I seen this little oh, kid running around with no shoes on. Damn. And I'm like, bro, why you ain't got no shoes on? It's raining. He's like, I don't want my shoes to get messed up. That's the, <laughs> that's the only pair of shoes I got. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Damn. And I'm like, well, damn, you ain't getting no book bag. He's like, nah, all the book bags was out. I'm like, man, where your mom at? Damn. Go put something in, 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 in her pocket, right? Then come to find out, 20, 30 minutes later. They stand. They've been living in a hotel. She ain't even tell me that. Damn. One of my partners told me that. Like, man, you know they living out of a hotel right now and X, Y, and Z. But I'm just doing something out the goodness of my heart because I saw the condition of, of my people. Right. So it's just like, yo, we can't, we can't ever like turn our back on the hood. Well, the man. hood respects genuine too. Like, even if you come to the hood and they, and they know, like, all right, I don't want to get help, but he's being real. Man. They will give you twenty minutes of time and respect, but it'll just be a time like, all right, I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they'll give you that respect. If they know you're official and being real. You're listening to Expeditiously on Podcast One. Tip T.I. Harris here, taking a pause on the discussion Expeditiously to talk about a subject that affects just about everybody. I'm talking about mental health. Life can be stressful, and most of us have been enduring environments and 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 circumstances, whether it's work, family, uh, just surviving being black 
in the hood. Like, we have to find time to kind of unpack and discuss our feelings and kind of evaluate ourselves with all that stress. Sometimes you just, you know what I'm saying, need to need someone to hear you out and not let shit fester where you know and that's where talk space comes in talk space online therapy makes taking care of your mental health more affordable and convenient than ever before with talk space you don't have to sit down face to face with someone to tell them what you're going through necessarily you can send your you can send your therapist unlimited text audio picture and video message from anywhere at any time okay look I, I, I'm sure you're busy because I'm busy you know what I mean I assume other people out there trying to get to opportunities just like I am. But that doesn't mean that you can't find a therapist to help you through some tough times, all right? No matter what you're going through, you're not alone. Um, Everybody has problems. The world isn't a perfect place, and we aren't perfect people. So you can join more than one million who say they feel happier with Talkspace, all right? Talkspace is affordable. One-month therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same amount as a single face-to-face session. Best of all, you'll never have to wait a week to share what's on your mind. You dig what I'm saying? Talkspace has more than 5,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. And again, I'm going to repeat, you're not alone. We all face these challenges. I don't want to stigmatize. I think that we as a people need to, we need to get away from uh, stigmatizing therapy and therapists and, you know, how we deal with mental health. Once you get it out of your system, you'll either, even if you just listen to yourself, say how you feel, you're able to evaluate it different and you can apply different methods and strategies. Now, to get you matched up with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code TIP to get $65 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's TIP and talkspace.com. Finally, something helpful on the internet. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com. What matters when you start a business is you and your idea not when you start it. So if you make up your mind and go for it, GoDaddy has all the help and tools you need to bring it online. Start today at GoDaddy.com because open, we stand. Hey, where you think you going? The show ain't over yet, man. Expeditiously continue. So how about this story? This is something that, you know, all of us are in the community of of hip-hop. We are familiar with this story, but it has progressed, though. Uh, three men arrested in connection with Mac Miller's death. They've oh. now been indicted and accused of dealing counterfeit oxycodone that caused his death. Mm. A federal grand jury Damn. handed up the indictments of these three guys. I ain't going to say their name. In a California federal court, the pills Mac received were counterfeit and contained 
fentanyl, the powerful synthetic opioid, 50 times more potent than heroin. I'm, that shit's crazy, man. Rest, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, yeah, man. Yeah, man. God bless him. I heard that story, man. I'm like, man, if they start arresting drug dealers for the the, the, the people that we well, I think we've what they might have killed. Though, now, are they arresting them for selling drugs, or are they arresting them because I they I thought had, they got the murder charge. Now, what I'm saying is, but are they arresting them because it was counterfeit? Oxycodone. Yeah, so you saying if it was if, they, if it was I just a regular overdose, oxycodone, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they probably wouldn't be pursuing it. So yeah, because yeah. If you sell a counterfeit, they and yeah. you intended to kill. You knew. I mean, nah, it ain't that you knew. It's just you that, got some things you don't know that kill people. Nah, man, because I'm sure they sold them to other people that didn't die. Right. Well, you killed Mac Miller. You're gonna pay for that one. Man, I'm saying I think that the fact that they aren't authentic. You know, uh, uh, substances had to be because people have overdosed before. Absolutely, they died. Yeah, I ain't never heard them the arrested. Them. What I'm trying to say, people. Yeah, are I was like, how do you find them? I think it's the counterfeit. I think it's the counterfeit part because you got to think about that. Now, opioids. That's the government's business. Yeah, that's the you know just as well, oh, just as well as oh, oh, yeah, just right as well that. as just as well as crack like, was the government like business in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Oh, you selling it's fake like, shit? Oh, nigga? you got fake shit, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind them going to jail. Real shit on the streets. Oh no, I don't mind them going to jail for that because back in the day, I bought a half ounce of crack and it was like mostly isotol so yeah. it wasn't no cocaine and it was like me. yes yeah that's hard I, I remember See, the dude name like and everything fuck <laughs> the game up that actually what made me I, I, stop I, selling like, crack I, I, I go to I'm one of them people that back in the day I was a regular drug dealer with y'all yeah. and then I go be over there and be selling the fake shit that was the worst feeling in the world I was stuck with that half ounce for months that shit fucked up man I, you man what threw that shit away I, I did <laughs> I, do, I bought something I bought, I bought a quarter spoon or something else seven grams or something else and, and sold that to try to get the money back to pay the dude his little $500 back in the, the days if you went to Harlem to buy weed anybody knows this if you went uptown to buy weed your ass would get robbed you you get sneak thieved like no other. I'm talking about like right in front of you, like yo, I'm going right here. The door's right here. Like all right, he walk out to another apartment, and keep it moving. You be in the home and like, shit, man. I ain't time. never gave nobody no money of mine and let him walk out no dough. I'm saying they walk in his crib. Like had you in the apartment, home, nah, I walk in the apartment, walk that. out down the hall. I ain't never did that. <laughs> I ain't never did that. I'm gonna come on at same time. I don't really <laughs> same know, time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't mind them drug dealers going to jail. Now, speaking of the, speaking of the drug trade, man, I read that you were arrested for drugs, and your pops he 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 refused to pay your bail. Yeah, the first time, the first time, well, the first wow. time, first mm. time I ever went to jail was for assaulting battery with intent to kill, mm. and I was in I was in high school, and already I got kicked out of one high school. I got kicked out of Berkeley High School. Mm-hmm. And they sent me to Scrafford High School because that's where my mom used to teach. Right, and your mom was a teacher. She, yeah, school mm. English teacher in uh, Berkeley County. Okay, so 30, 30 plus years. And what ended up happening? Well, for that case, uh, I was with my homeboys, my partners, and we was in this neighborhood because it was a new school. So we been we in this other neighborhood kicking it with some girls. Yeah. And then some of the dudes in the neighborhood came riding by. We was on our fucking boys in the hood shit. Like, we at the, <laughs> the movie theater drive through. Like, what's up? You got a problem, cuz? All that bullshit. Yeah. And then we went to Burger King or McDonald's, and when we was leaving, they pulled up beside us. Mm. And my partner had a little 25, and he... Mm. He, he let it go. And so they came and uh, arrested me from high school the next day. Damn. And my dumb ass wrote a whole statement, you know, sending the police on a wild goose chase saying I was hitchhiking and I was with some hitchhikers. I don't know the people I was with, X, Y, and Z. Then they ended up locking my partner up. So we ended up sitting in jail. And my father at the time, he was like, man, I'm not I'm not paying you no bail just because of the way I was I was wilding. Damn. So I was wilding in school. He always told me I'm going to end up in jail dead or broke sitting under the tree if I didn't change my ways. So right. that time in the county jail, he let me sit there for like 
50 days. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. 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 And he was waiting on that bond and to get reduced, too, though. He knew something. He knew something. He was waiting on that bond to get reduced. Back, yeah. Would you consider that to be like a turning point for you yeah, in your life? Crazy. Nah. Because I got arrested like three, four more times. Me and my pops got arrested <laughs> together. At that age? You and your pops yeah. got arrested together. Hell yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about that. They used to think my pops was a kingpin. Salute to my pops, Larry. Larry McKelvey in Most Corner, South Carolina. They used, to, they, they used to think he was some type of drug kingpin for whatever reason. Right. And he was leaving his little sugar shack one day, and he had his girlfriend with him, and they pulled him over, searched him, and he had like less than a gram of coke under the brim of his hat. What? So they used that to come search my mother's house. And I literally had just came in. From 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 the block, and I had a capsule of crack, and I remember putting it in a a, a coat jacket in mm-hmm. my closet, and the coat jacket had a hole in the inside pocket, so it dropped all the way to the inner lining. So when the police came to knock on the door, I'm like, oh shit! And they wanted my mom to sign a warrant to search the house. I'm Man, telling my mom, what? you ain't got to sign the warrant. My mom ain't know no better. She a Jehovah Witness, yeah, English yeah, teacher. I'm like, you don't got to sign the warrant. She signed the warrant because they told her it was like, we don't sign it, we gonna come back and kick the door and whatever, whatever. Damn. Well, come back. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> and this should be empty as hell. <laughs> so she signed the warrant, and they searched the house. Never found the capsule of crack I had in the in the. Yeah, because you had the secret stash. Yeah, that's that's but the good. What one. they did find uh. was in the trash can. I had a baggie that had some residue on it. Oh, the baggie uh. shit! You go to jail for so baggie. They Isn't took me to they took me to jail for less than a gram of coke. So they had me and my father sitting in the holding cell for a whole weekend for less than a gram of cocaine. Hey, say what's happening, man? This is uh Tip T.I. Harris, and uh, as you probably have noticed, it's week seven of football now. As much as it pains me to say, currently my Atlanta Falcons are fourth in the NFC. Halfway through the season, anything can happen. There's a lot more football to be played. I'm just wondering, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm wondering, because ever since we changed this, this offensive coordinator, uh, we got rid of Shanahan uh, in the Super Bowl, and then we've come back, and I guess whoever stepped into those shoes may not be having the best of times. But if you're not an Atlanta Falcons fan and you're actually enjoying this season, you could be following your favorite team. Head over to betonline.ag where you can win $500 by playing against your favorite podcast host, like yours truly. NFL college football action continues to heat up this week with some big games on the schedule that you're not going to want to miss out on. Now, I'm going to give you the biggest matchups of the week. You know, I'm going to even give you my picks. The first big matchup of the week, Oakland at Green Bay. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with Oakland. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. I'm going to go with Detroit. Going with the first thing that comes to mind, New Orleans at Chicago. That is a tough one. I'm going to go with Chicago on that one. Baltimore at Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle, obviously. Uh, Philly at Dallas. I believe Philadelphia will be the winner. Regardless of who your choices are for the week, you can visit friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, betonline.ag, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus. Join the conversation on Twitter with hashtag SportsNetChallenge, all right? Now, let's get back to Expeditiously. So how, so how do you go from that moment to when you went and got an internship at a radio station for the first time? Because my father used to always tell me, if I don't change my life, I'm, my lifestyle, I'm going to end up in jail, dead, or broke sitting under the tree. 
So after bumping my head a couple of times and realizing, like, this nigga right. Mm. Like, my, my, we going to jail. I got partners that's getting killed. I got older cousins that's really broke sitting under the tree, people that I used to look up to. Right. So I'm like, man, I don't want to be one of them. Hell no. So what I started doing, I just started working our jobs. So I, I worked at a warehouse. I worked at a flower garden. I worked at a clothing store in the mall called Demo. I worked at a telemarketing Real place. Hustler. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, By any means. And I used to want to rap. So I was sitting in, the recording, <laughs> sitting in the recording studio one day, and I met a local radio personality named Willie Will. And I just asked him, like, yo, how you getting the radio? And he was like, I went down there. He said, I got an internship. And I said, is, I, is that easy? I can just mm. go down there and get an internship? This is 1998, Charleston, South Carolina. And he's like, yeah, you ain't got to be in school or nothing. That's information. That's why we got to share information with each yeah, other. If nobody had told me that, I wouldn't even have thought that I could go down and there. Guess what? He, he still wouldn't have told you had you not asked. That's, yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. So I went down there, filled out the internship papers, and that's how I got my foot in the game of radio. Right. But you took the internship. See, that's a lot of things people want to skip past. That's not a paid internship. Nah. No. You worked no. for free for about three months, right? Hell yeah. For no, longer than that. What? I worked for free for like a year. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. My first, my first paid position was... uh. In the in the in the uh, promotions department, mm-hmm. so I, it's, you're still a glorified intern. You're just making five six dollars an hour. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now the drug trade that we knew back then versus right now. Okay, when it was the war on drugs and the crack epidemic, they jailed us. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that it's an opioid epidemic, you get, go to uh, rehab. It's rehab and help. treatment. Yeah. Um, I mean, damn. Of course, I mean, and then check this out. You know the um, the guys that came out with you know the oxy uh, oxycotton that that oh, got yeah. the lawsuit and they were supposed to pay out what was it twenty one billion or yeah, something it was crazy like that. Man. Um, they filed for bankruptcy. Mm. Remix. So, <laughs> so, yeah, that's dark. Yeah, we not shit. <laughs> they filed for bankruptcy, so. Well, I owe you guys nothing. In fact, I'm leaving. See Get it like the Red Cross, they say. <laughs> like, how in the hell does. Like, how oh, you're they... talking about Johnson & Johnson, right? No, it's not, 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 that's not Johnson & Johnson. Uh, it was some pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical company. company. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not Johnson & Johnson. I heard, I, I, I did hear that story. Yeah, that. Oh, Purdue. Okay. Purdue. It's Purdue. Purdue chicken? No. Wait a minute. <laughs> they make pills too? Put some, hey, man. <laughs> Put some brakes on your skates now. Wait a minute. But yeah, so, so and now the people, you know what I'm saying, actually, the, 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 the ruling went in the favor of the people, and Purdue saw fit to file bankruptcy so they wouldn't have to pay. Mm. How in the hell can that be? Be allowed to happen. Shit, that's what corporations do it's all a the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they were going to pay in the first place. They said that to get you feeling good and then let you know this is what's really bankruptcy. We out. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like How many times are you allowed to file bankruptcy? He had the, air, he had the airline. Both of them shits went up. And the college. And the college. Yeah. That's how you erase your debt. Mm. Companies be in the hole. They're like you know what? File bankruptcy. Mm. I know a lot. I know. I know corporations that want to do that. Damn. You know man. what I'm saying? In order to not have to pay the debt. They'd rather mm. just file bankruptcy, get that shit wiped off and start anew. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Damn. Did you did you hear about this uh this 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 Sunday service the Sunday service walkouts in New York? 
Nah. They say, uh, they say Kanye, man, had a Sunday service, and uh, they, it, it sparked, you know, it, it prompted people to walk out. Why? Mm. Was uh, it too long? Well. If service is too long, I don't mind you walking out. Yeah, I, well, right. you know. I wasn't at the last service, but I seen some stuff at the last service. That, you know, the one in Atlanta, I missed that one. I mean, it I, wasn't Kanye's fault, though. I like Kanye's Sunday service when he's in the woods. <laughs> that was the dope. Like you said, that was the dope thing. We in the world. Don't find God in a man-made deal. Yeah, this church tour thing. It, it make it too churchy. I don't yeah. like church. Yeah, when yeah, I see yeah, the yeah, man, yeah, what yeah. is he doing? And then he's not preaching. Yeah, the, the preacher of the church. He got the mic. Fire. All right, everybody, we got Kanye here tonight. We need to. Yeah, <laughs> like, come they, on, they, they giving Kanye when, too much flack for that shit. Though. Yeah, I, like, I don't think. I, I think. He, I think he had. He actually. I feel that he's genuine. I mean, listen, one of his first big hits was Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it ain't like he never he been leaning. Yeah, though. it's not like he hasn't been leaning on Christ forever. Like, it, like Jesus Walks was the same type of record. Everybody's like, oh, this ain't going to play on the radio. Yeah. You can't make a record about Jesus. Jesus Walks was in the club, though. Yeah. Jesus Walks was in the Everywhere. club. I mean, I was in the club a few times smoking, like... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I'm lusting bitches. Not, I'm like, Jesus did not tell you anything was wrong with marijuana. Exactly. The burning bush. The burning bush. Singing Jesus books. I'm like, this shit's crazy. Now, what was that, what was that Moses? Me, I think it was Moses. That Moses yeah. at the burning bush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moses was getting high, man. man. Moses yeah. getting definitely Moses was getting high, man. I think they done scared Kanye into not putting his album out, too. He's about to doing too much. Now, I just think that he went on, he did the little church tour. And he to put it out, to see. and I don't think he got got the reviews he wanted, and I think he decided to take a step back. Mm. I don't think a church tour was. The, I think, like you say, he could. He should have kept it in the wilderness. Kept it in the wilderness. Do it in the parks. He should do it in Central Park. That's oh, why. That would have been legendary. I believe that's what's causing all the flack because, as it's stated here, Brother Jesus held his infamous. Or should I say, his celebrated Sunday service uh, at the Greater Allen AME Cathedral in Queens. That's the problem. The cathedral? And a number of regular churchgoers walked out mid performance. I, I get it, because they came for the word. That's a Sunday, right. too? But it comes at the end, though. After the word is, you know what I'm saying? After they, after they do the. the Collection, the fifth collection, <laughs> and they finished. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? You know, with the word. They said they started they, high up there. They went to 50,000. What was it? 20,000. Nah, 20 people. I, what he said was, <laughs> I need 20 people to stand up and dedicate a thousand dollars. Holy nah. shit. And he counted them out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He counted up mm. 23. In New York? Nah. Uh, oh, in Atlanta. Okay, when y'all, yeah, okay, got you, got you, got you. That's disturbing. Yeah, Crazy. but you know we've yeah, already I, man we've already talked about that. This water under the. Bed. I just don't think they should put a number on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can't tell me what to give, man. Hey man. hey man, you got some people who got they they they, they got your uh, W twos. Yeah, man. like you know, the church like where you sit in the church, like mm-hmm. the first couple of rows, and that's yeah. the bank rows. You know what yeah, saying? I'm not gonna lie. When I went to Bishop TDJ Church in the Potter's house, man, that sermon was so fire. I felt like I ain't had enough money. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. So when they put when they started passing the slips around. He got to slip the way you could put your credit card information yeah. and all of that type of stuff. What? I gave him a band. He gave GD Jakes a band. Man, listen, his sermon was that good. I'm not giving nobody <laughs> any of the preachers that's on TV preaching. I'm done. Why you don't like Bishop T.D. Jakes, man? I don't. I just told you, I don't like Crefo Dollar, T.D. Jakes. I, like I think T.D. for real. And he be dressing his ass off. I like T.D., man. I ain't got no problem I believe, with him. He not, he's not. I believe that if you go to church, everybody has a, uh, the preacher, even though he could be whatever. He might say something that service that uh, that could help your life. Yes. Or, or be mm-hmm. important It's a show. It's you could go see a movie that inspires you. 
It's a show, man. Don't Chidi Jakes got that jet plane and all that? They Everybody got, got jet. He deserves it. <laughs> no. He got balls. What's deserved? What's, oh, listen, I think, listen I'm going to tell you why. Funny, bro. No, we talked no, about listen, we talked about people being gifted, right? Mm-hmm, so you talk mm-hmm, about gifted mm-hmm. ball players, gifted right. rappers. He's a gifted pastor. He's an anointed human. If you listen to him, he be, he be spitting. He got balls. I go for that. He, I don't like preachers that yell. I've heard a lot of pastors in my life. Bishop is up there, bro. Mm. Bishop is the Jay Z of, of pastors. <laughs> mm. He's Jay-Z? that good. Okay. Yes, man. You making me go check him out, man? I promise. You, if you go to Pot, I like TD Jakes, and it, and it got a and it got a college arena feel. I don't really want to go to the like to the church though. I think it you like Pot Out. It makes oh, Dallas is true, man. Yeah. Make me feel it like it feels. Scam. It feels fake. Yes, mm. it feels fake. I can have a conversation with a pastor, like, you know, d- just over dinner or out here in the world, and we'll get along just fine. And I feel like going into the church is like, man, this is some bullshit. Mm. I get it. Yeah. Ain't, it, it, ain't, it. It doesn't represent or it, it, it isn't what it was intended or how it was presented it's to be intended. It's a business. When they if it is a business, money. I ain't got no problem with that. Just tell us, hey man, yes. business is slow this week. Mm-hmm. We're going to need a little extra. <laughs> we can be you know but real churches do that. Real churches do that. Real churches do that. I, just, I think he deserves Smaller it. churches. I think Minister Farrakhan deserve it. Man, yeah. Man, Hold on. Wait. Don't put T... Father, don't put T.D. Jakes and Farrakhan on the But same. I'm just talking about as far as being anointed and having that gift. Farrakhan, I go with T.D. Jakes before Farrakhan. I, you Me know too. I mean, T.D. Jakes like, to uh, Farrakhan is like up there. He's the best to me. Oh, no, Farrakhan's a beast. I mean. Farrakhan's a beast. He's the it's best been decades. It's, yeah, it's been man. Decades. Yeah, he man. He speaks truth. You know what I'm saying? And he bought a million out. It's been decades. <laughs> we need another one of those. We definitely well, need another, another one. Million another March. Million Man March, man. For what? Did we just have? I'm saying, what is going to do? <laughs> Everybody just drunk beer and Love talked about man. their wives. You telling me you went to the Million Man Mud drinking a beer? <laughs> Everybody who went Bro. there talked about their wives and oh, drunk beer. Yeah, you know, Susie. You know, I mean, it was just a bunch of men talking, rolling dice, oh, whatever, whatever men do. Rolling dice. Let's do all types of shit on Capitol Hill. I, didn't, I wasn't in the one in the 90s. I definitely went to the Million More Movement in the 2000s. I wasn't though. in the one in the 90s. You were there? Yeah. Which I, one was better? I didn't go. The one in the The 90s. original one. Yes. Because that one was real. The real brothers was there. Yeah. See, they it's took actually, them brothers off the streets by 2000. I think something. the anniversary you know is like the 25th mm. of I, I, I just think it would be good because, like, we need that type of uh, unity. We need to show that type of sense of community. Mm. And I think we just need to have uh, other brothers there telling brothers we love them and we value Absolutely. them and we appreciate them, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, think it, I just think it would be a good reset. We press a good reset button going into a new decade. Uh, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I got a quick question for you. I want to know how many of you guys out there actually eat home-cooked meals on a regular basis. How many of you have opportunity to? Do you cook? Are you with someone who cooks for you? Or do you just eat out of paper bags like most of America? Well, I know me, myself, personally, I love eating home-cooked meals, but you work as much as I do. Who has time to run to the grocery store all the time, every time, buy a bunch of ingredients, take them home, spend hours of your efforts, energy, and attention cooking? Now, of course, it's kind of therapeutic for me. I really love to do it. I just don't get an opportunity to do to do it that often. Even if you don't have the time to dedicate to, to meals every day, uh, uh, you can still enjoy home-cooked meals at your discretion with HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, no matter how much time you get. They're delivering weekly prep meals that you can make yourself. 
And so for some of y'all men out there who can't keep a woman, don't know how to cook, man, you know what I'm saying? You can, you know, put this in your back pocket. Thank me later. They have some for everyone, like Kraft Burgers to Vegetarian. And you can knock out these meals in 30 minutes. HelloFresh is perfect for the hustler with a busy schedule like yours. Truly, they're doing the work for you, you know, giving you just what you need, measuring out all the ingredients. Give HelloFresh a try. For $80 off your free month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash TIP80. That's HelloFresh.com slash TIP80. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TIP80. So I think I got to try this. I mean, I'm going to see. I want to see if they meals are better than mine. Now, one thing I never asked you before, where did the name Charlemagne come from? When I used to sell crack, I used to say my name was Charles. Or Charlie. I'm from a small town. Right. So, you know, the fiends will roll up and they'll see me and be like, oh, that's Larry's son. And that's Julie's son. Whoa. And then they would go tell on me as if they wasn't buying it. You uh, know what I'm saying? And so I used to have a hoodie on and just be like, my name was Charles or Charlie. And then I was reading in a history book that, that uh, Charlemagne was French for Charles mm-hmm. the Great. Oh, you ain't got smart in the hood. I was just, you I was young. I was just, they were red books. I was just like, that's yo, his mother was a teacher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, yeah, I grew up off the book it program, man. He had to read four books absolutely. for a pizza. For, hey, I remember, remember that. Remember that shit? <laughs> you had to read four books to get a free pizza. Yeah. So I used to just run through books, and my mother used to always say, read things that don't pertain to you. So I'd be reading shit like Judy Bloom and Beverly mm. Clearly, and mm. then I got in the supernatural ghost. Tales of the and fourth grade. Tales of the fourth grade, nothing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Never heard That was Ramona Quimby, right? Uh, was that no, that was Judy Bloom. That was a Judy Bloom book. Ramona Quimby was uh, Ramona Quimby age eight, mm. shit like that. Man, what is the most dangerous situation you feel like you've gotten into with your line of work? With? You know what I mean? Because I've heard mm-hmm. stories, but... I mean, I can't really say nothing dangerous. I mean, it's like... I got, everybody's seen the can I get a drop shit where they right. tried to jump me in right, front right, of the right, station. Right, right, right. What happened with that? When they tried to jump me in front of the station and the dude hit, hit me from behind. Okay. So I, I took off. Then I turned around and saw four other dudes coming at me. And I was like, oh, fuck that. So I got, <laughs> so I got up out of there. You know what I'm saying? That was, But that's the most dangerous situation. That wasn't the most dangerous. That was a hurtful situation because I couldn't sing the line of motivation uh, no more. Remember motivation? was like, I don't care if it's four niggas. Tell them <laughs> jump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, I gotta get quiet on yeah, that part. Yeah, I gotta get quiet on that part. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I, I, I've gotten in fights across the street from the radio station. I've never felt like I've been in any danger. Yeah, but, like, it, but it, it had never been no like like, like life threatening danger. Nah, man. Like guys waiting outside the 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 like the station ain't as dangerous as you, you know unidentified. Park cars in front of your yeah. building. That's what I'm in saying. Front of your house. You and I, I mean, I've, 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 I've actually had guns pulled on me in in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not when I was in radio, but mm-hmm. when I was in the street. So it's like, sure. what is that? Right. You know what I mean? I, even when you in there interviewing artists and they get hostile and shit like that, I never felt like any of was a threat. Never felt like it was a threat. No, I love the way you handle yourself when the artists <laughs> get hype. I love it. <laughs> I love when you look at them like, what they said that you. I, I'm like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about because we need that. You yeah, know, I, and a lot of artists be friends. I never felt like it was a threat. Now I had a lot of partners from Atlanta hit me up and be like, "Hey man, I just need you to know, Birdman may not have been no threat, but there was a real one sitting by you, Rollo." Oh. 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Him. Oh, didn't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Valo. That's my man. Yeah, I got mad love for Valo. Yeah. Yeah. Free, free like, kid. Just, like just letting you know. But Valo ain't say nothing to you. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah Valo exactly. ain't. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, no. He wasn't. No he man. just called around nah. with Birdman. We going to Breakfast Club? Huh? Right. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that, and by the way, it was so many people on social media saying, "Man, he fucked up Rallo moment." We want to hear from Rallo. And I, I was like, I don't know who Rallo was. was. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Rallo the only time I ever felt like somebody was gonna really put hands on me in that studio. Was goddamn Nelly. Nelly? What? I didn't even see that. What I mean, happened with Mo? Cause this was long, this was eight nine years ago, but I remember Nelly coming in there and we having a conversation, and I was talking. I'm like, I'm like Nelly, you kind of you kind of cold out here musically. Ooh, you know, yeah. you hit him with that. Yeah, and Nelly said. <laughs> you know, he said, man, I keep retainers for, for, for brothers like you, cuz. Mm. Nice and calm. I was like, I understand that language. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand that talk. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, when you come from a certain environment, you know when something's a threat and when something's not. Right. So right. you coming in there with the rah-rah and you all this and that, like, ah, whatever. I've seen that yeah. before. Yeah. When somebody talk to you like that, very quiet. Or pass that paper you go. over like this. Here, Charlamagne. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Do you, do you know? With your address on it. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> like, you your break. <laughs> no. he, like, he, he the only person that ever felt like, all right, now nah, he'll put hands on you. Well, now, you guys have, I think <laughs> you, uh, Angela Yee, and, and DJ Envy, y'all have a, it's a very, I guess, I don't want to call it strange, but it's a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. I feel like each of y'all serve a different purpose. Y'all mm -hmm. play good cop, bad cop, and indifferent cop. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, how does that, do y'all like meet? Never. Talk, so it's all just, you know, organic. Well, I don't even talk to them until we get the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Me and Envy might talk outside of radio every now and then, right. but I don't, we don't kick it, you know what I'm saying? That's far so it's just like, that's just... That's just the natural chemistry that, that happens. That makes it better. Yeah. yeah. I think if y'all hung I, out, it'll be somewhere. It'll be watered spectrum. down. Yeah. As a viewer, we'll be able to tell. And I think because all of us were, were sidekicks at one point, we were mm. all somebody's co-hosts. Yeah. Like Envy was Miss Jones' co-host. I right. was Wendy's co-host. Angela was Cypher Sounds. Uh, you know? So I think that dynamic, you know, when we come together, we just know how to how to work with each other. So you That's started fine. with Wendy. No, I started. I started in South Carolina. No, I'm saying, but you started like you know in New York. Yeah, yeah. I got my break in New York with Wendy in, yeah. in 2006. Nah, I ain't talked to Wendy in ten years. Matter of fact, Wendy called me for the first time this year after like ten years because I don't mm. fuck with her husband. Her husband's a clown. Mm. Yeah, he is. You know, another I mean, another fake Brooklyn dude running with these Brooklyn. Wait a minute, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. I'm just keeping it real. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Hey, listen, man. I'm just saying. I'm the. I'm good. When they got a divorce, right before they got a divorce, she called me and we, we chopped it up for like three, four hours. Well, that's dope. And that was, a, that was a good conversation. I'm, now, how was that dynamic, just in your opinion, right? When you have Wendy, who's pretty much kind of like made an empire off of sensationalizing the tough times mm -hmm. that others go through and when she's going through her tough time and you know <laughs> do you think that that's just par for the course no or? i thought she was full of shit mm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm being honest but but but, but mm. i thought i thought i thought i thought she was full of shit for years and I'm saying this out of love, just yeah. because like you, I, I, I thought it was the weirdest thing in the world to get on the radio and talk about everybody else. Mm, when I know what's happening to you exactly. at home, right? 
I know the bullshit you was going through with your husband. I know mm. the emotional abuse, the ver- the physical abuse, the mental abuse. I That's seen it. Crazy. You know Damn. what I'm saying? So I just always thought that was wild <laughs> to, to get up there and portray this image of a strong black woman telling everybody else to lead a man and do X, yeah, Y, and Z. You ain't did. And you didn't do it. But she got the script. She did it this. She did it this time. I was shocked. I think she mm. learned this little run right here. Because on social media, really gave it to her. That's one yeah, thing about social media. You yeah, fuck up on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's holding back. You can't You can't hide no more. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Kids are watching like, something wrong. Absolutely. Just turn the comments off. Turn the comments off. We live in this era of transparency. You can't front. This ain't like the 90s when you can hide fake, shit yeah. and fake shit. You're not no more. People see through all that bullshit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hey, say what's happening, man? This is a pause in the show expeditiously to encourage those of you who like my show, and I'm sure that's the absolute most of you, all of you that ain't vicious, despicable haters. For those of you that like my show, I'm going to make a suggestion to you. I suggest for you to check out the Jordan Harbinger show, all right? It's on Podcast One as well. Uh, I recently joined Jordan as a guest on this show, and we had a very interesting conversation, uh, a very insightful discussion that you won't want to miss. Be sure to check out the Jordan Harbinger Show every week on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Now, back to Expeditiously. Now, another thing that you and I did together that a lot of people probably don't have uh, the awareness of is we went to Capitol Hill together. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We went to Capitol Hill. We had the privilege of working together, um, discussing opportunity zones uh, on both sides of the aisle. And I have also sat down to speak with you about equality for women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you're a stand-up guy, but what is the thing that keeps Charlemagne up at night? What is the thing that keeps me up right now? I mean, the thing that you're trying to, you know, the 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 thing you want to find, you most want to find a solution for. Oh man, I think I think it's the mental health conversation, mm-hmm. and the reason I think it's the mental health thing is because I feel like if 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 we as black people can mm-hmm. deal with that trauma mm-hmm. and, and 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 get that in order. We'll just stop redistributing pain to each other. Like when, we, when we talk about we want unity and group operation, we talk about we want to, you know, stop the self-hate and we want to stop hating on each other. I feel like we got to get to the root of that. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I'm, hurt, I'm, people, I'm, hurt, hurt people. people, hurt people. And I'm a stern believer that your thoughts become things. Mm, so if right. your mental ain't straight, mm. if your mental ain't strong, nothing else is going to be strong yeah. in your life. Mm. So, so, so just I, I never felt like I was walking in my purpose until like the last three years of my life. Like the last three, you've been going like, the last two, three years. Now, how long? So, now, wait a minute. How long? You know, what was the epiphany that you had when you just said, "You know what? Black men don't cheat no more." Shit! When I got coming out here to L.A. and cheating all the motherfucking time, mm. and sitting down with my wife one day, and she ran down the whole resume to me. Oh mm. man! I'm like, right how now? you know her? How you know this person? Mm. How you know she that, that person? Paper over. Yeah, <laughs> and then. And then, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, and then it's just like, yo, not wanting to make the same mistakes my father made. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wanting to break them generational curses. That's a big thing. Because I watched my father ruin our, our whole household because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got three daughters at home. I'm, I don't want to be just coming to see them on weekends. Like, yeah, that shit's whack, man. It's whack. Man, when you, when you get a, a taste of that family, like, it's like, I'm not... Forget all that. I'm going I ain't cheated in four years. I feel good. I'm like a motherfucker that you could tell that ain't drunk. Like you, that ain't, you know, <laughs> I was an alcoholic. That I've been sober for four years. I should be applauded. Goddamn it. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's get some applause. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I ain't cheated in four years, and it feel good. You know what I'm saying? The energy is different. So, yeah. and it's just like about being. Guess, you get out of it what you put into it. Get out what you put into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you put dedication and, and and commitment, you know, and a real sincere passion for your relationship, if you put that into it, then you gonna you get, get it back. That back out of it. And we live great lives. I don't want to be sharing yeah. this. I don't want to be sharing this great life that with motherfuckers. Guilt, know, huh? Yeah, yeah man. That guilt get heavy. Oh, Christmas. Come on, all that man. shit. You know, you just did some fucked up shit. Yeah, how many, how many holidays have you spent alone? Five mics. Me? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've been uh, I've been lonely this last year or so, but other than that, I've always oh on regular days, not just on Thanksgiving and Christmas. No, well, I've been I've been with your family on Thanksgiving. Christmas. I've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been enjoying that. Christmas and Thanksgiving. Actually, great Christmases and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving over his house is popping. Well, <laughs> hey, get some right? more stuffed turkey back right there. Yeah? <laughs> but you know. You need a companion. You Damn, why your eyes got a little watery, man? Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> really, 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 really. <laughs> <laughs> why your eyes got a little Back watery? Nineteen forty-two. I'm emotional. <laughs> Gotta let you know. You just want somebody to share your experiences with. That's all. Kevin Lyles told me that a long time ago. Kevin Lyles said, "Yo, I can't tell you to get married, but I can tell you to find somebody to share your experiences." With. You know what? The thing is, right? It's two. It's two things that you'll know. When you in love and when you just ready to cut it off. When, let's just say right now, right, you walk outside and phone rings and it's a deal on the line. You just secured a deal for two and a half million dollars. The first person you want to call to share that news with. That's, that's real. That's her. That's real. Yeah, Damn. That's real. Uh, and also, uh, uh, the juxtaposition. Let's say you walk outside uh, and on the way to the car, you get swarmed and apprehended by the authorities, thrown into a holding cell. Whoa. You got one phone call. You already know. That's real. Whoever you want to call. That's real. That's the one. That emergency contact put you right now. <laughs> you see, uh, I'm, a, I'm, at that, I'm single. I'm at that stage, though. If that, I'm calling one of my old shorties that the ball last night. You know, she got, she got Jody next to her. No, Why but we locked in. Battle. You got to call the ones you lock. I got them locked in joints. Like, nah. Your boyfriend home? See, that's what you think. Come downtown. Come downtown. She ain't leaving. But see, that's the point. If, you, if, if, if she was really yours, she'd leave with her boyfriend in the house. Mm. What? You if, if she get me out of jail, she's mine. She ain't leaving no, the house. No, it's not true. She's a good Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. She's a good Samaritan. She's a good Christian she's with a heart. heart. Yeah, yeah, she's got a good heart. <laughs> she tithing. That's all it is. She tithing, I'm, I'm doing not, some community I'm not service. At that point in my life. What do you mean not that? Well, what point you waiting on? I tried to do that shit. Senior citizenship? Get in love and get married. What you mean you tried? How you tried? I tried. How you tried? I was with somebody for nine years. Got in love. I ain't never seen you. Who you with? I don't bring her around. I'm not bringing her to the hip hop function. See, yeah, that's right. the thing, though. <laughs> she stays in the house. But see, that's the Wifey, thing, though. She's in the what house. are you ashamed? Not ashamed is that I can't supervise all the wolves. I'm you mean supervise? What about the trust? Hey, listen, I'm coming up at that time. I'm not established young man. Got it popping, my girl. <laughs> sit down. I'm figuring it out. I'm trying to figure you it out. Can't so, sit she can't to a love you for down. you. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to tell you. When you're in the figure out stage, you she fucking with you, but somebody down. could. She fuck with you. <laughs> somebody could come in and taint your shit See, up a little man, bit. Man, you ain't with couple that dick out, right? <laughs> you ain't with the dick one. out, right? No, listen. Yeah. listen. I'm gonna tell you something, man. This is the thing. Uh, when you and another person connect on a, a, a emotional, spiritual, mental, just a you know. 
beyond physical uh, uh, level. That combination of those two energies cannot be duplicated. That's a fact. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you can get with somebody else and y'all might have a different energy or another energy. She can get with somebody else and they might have another energy, but the energy of you and her can never be duplicated. But better deals come by. Mm. <coughs> I'm not going to, you know what I mean? But you ain't with a woman for the deal. <coughs> I'm saying what they with me for. You know what I mean? We get down in the studio, Jay-Z say, hey, you kind of pretty. And she's out of here. What do we do? That's not true. I'll be in places that they friend, like my own people, like, what you want to do, Father? That's you know not saying? true, like, that's bro. She's not the one for you anyway, then. If she's, if she, that's what I'm trying to tell yeah, you. If, that's she can just, if she can be taken away just, like that, then she never right would be one for you. Right now, I'm just focusing on my... Career craft and you know maybe so a good basically father. you just think that all women like the women that you've had you feel like they all had potential to 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 be apprehended. No, that's <laughs> not true. I feel like my career and my dreams outweigh the relationship. Man, you sound like but, one of these women. But you Man, go from what? but check this out. Though. <laughs> but you go chase from, your dreams. Is bad? check this out. But you go from right right now. You are well. I'm coming up. And I ain't really got it like I want to, so I don't need no woman. And you go from that to once you actually get it, it's like, well, now that I done came up, you I don't kind. know who really yeah. wants want me, me for, for me. me. So yeah. I, Hold up. But like, so but, which is it? But even when I'm even when I'm in a low standpoint, I just told you, my circle is a little different. You understand what I'm trying to I might be in a room all full of everybody's favorite people. So yeah. what that got to do with being in the He's saying they could be influenced. When you're not in, in that position, it's, you can see it. I but they're not five. If a woman loves there you, you she loves you because you five. And I'm just telling you, it's like how much, how far that go when it's the bills do. Well, okay. I mean, you got to go out and actually yeah, do something go, too. Yeah. I can do stuff for myself. I, mean, I can't take care of whole families. I'm trying to make it. You see, I'm trying. I can't take care of you and all these families. Just come in with because I'm trying to. No, I'm good by myself, and I'm with Tip, and I got a few stacks on me. I'm, gonna, I'm good. I can survive yeah. and run around, but I can't survive and run around and be a dad. So you wait until you get your paper right to fall in love. Because I've been a, a growing love. I've took care. Of, I've took care of a lot of stepkids. Mm. I've mm. talked to older women my whole life. And do you get a, you get a card on Father's Day? You don't get day? shit. <laughs> Yo, you don't get <laughs> shit. I don't care how many years you put in. No as soon as it's over with day. mom, you're not my dad. Right. So when mm. these things, when you learn, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to get my shit together so I can just kick it with somebody and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. we're just kicking mm. it. But in my instance, girls give me like, five's always around the bag. He's going to lead me to a bag. See, and I don't be, no, I be yeah, a that's an opportunist. <laughs> yeah, to the bag coming. So you saying you a breadcrumb. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I'm just being I'd rather right. you get you a nice, fine, honest prostitute before you before you get before you get the running into you learn, these no, opportunities. This is how you learn. You live and you learn. Like, like now, like I said, even my relationship with girls is way different because I'm I'm not strategizing either. It was the point where I had to be something I'm not trying to make. You know what I mean? I feel like you like fat white girls, five with with money and good credit. What is Absolutely, that yeah. That's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Why would you say that? They gotta be white. Yo, why did you? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> I feel like that's your type. That's not my type. You you got a couple of those on the roster. I do though. have a couple. I'm of about to say, I, but I explain this stuff there. I like all shapes. <laughs> I don't have I don't have no problem. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no problem with wit, man. I have a you know what I mean. Certain, all right, that's too big. But <laughs> away from that, I don't. Yeah, if they got good credit and they got some some change or something, you down. So, to mess with me, you have to have money. Man, it don't make no sense. I'm not gonna be dishing out all the money. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. I'm trying to come up. <laughs> 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 How me do that? Fifty fifty, man. So dangerous, mind, bro. Man. What's happening, man? We gonna pause on the discussion right here expeditiously because we have a much needed message to deliver to you. Now, 
It's about the Fossil Gen 5 smartwatch. It's their most innovative smartwatch to date. It's compatible with both iPhones and Android phones. Uh, you can make or take calls from your wrist. Even look like, you know, a 007 CIA agent. You know what I mean? We can get your earpiece in the whole gig. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, now, download all the apps you want and music with 8 gigabytes of storage. No need for nightly charges. Extend your battery life for multiple days with smart battery modes alright now here's the bonus it's a smartwatch that actually looks good. You know what I'm saying? Now, this may be an intangible benefit, you know what I'm saying, just given all of the many uses like uh, making and taking calls, listening to your music, downloading your apps. If that's not enough for you, it also looks good, all right? So what are you waiting for, man? Go ahead and treat yourself to the Fossil GM5 smartwatch. You have my permission to shop nonstop using your bankroll and not mine. So get your GM5 smartwatch now at Fossil.com slash TI. Starting at $295, shop right now at Fossil.com slash TI. To take us out of here, man. Oh, man. In your second book, Shook Ones, uh, of course, we already mentioned that you can back the stigma around mental health so what is the meaning behind the title and what are the key takeaways I, I didn't go to college so being that I didn't go to college you know what I'm saying most of my education came from my experiences in the street right. and my experiences with hip hop mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying when I think about hip hop that's what helped me to transcend my circumstances music and books Right. so when I had the title Shook One it was kind of reframing that term because mm-hmm. you know in the hood if you was a shook one, you scared. You scared. Yeah. You, you know, you fooled. You know, that's right. we put these defense mechanisms up because we don't want people to know that we are indeed shook. So I was just right. really saying it's shook one because it's okay to be. It's okay to be shook. It's okay to have some fears. It's yeah. okay to have some some insecurities. And then the subtitle, anxiety playing tricks on me. Mm-hmm. That's the playoff of my playing tricks on mm-hmm. me. Because if you go back and you listen to that song by the Ghetto yeah. Boys, you realize Bushwick, Bill, Bill, Willie yeah, D, yeah, Scarface. Super anxiety. That's why I had Scarface right to forward. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When I when I when I when you hear that song, yeah. you can tell you like that's mm. those are real experiences. The hallucinations. You don't realize it's years later though. Oh right? man, yeah, they, they, they struggling with oh, everything. Man. No. Even substance abuse. I think PTSD is something that we all deal Absolutely. with. Absolutely. It hasn't been What's recognized up? or acknowledged enough in our community Absolutely. among each other. Oh, and, what's and the full name of that? PTSD. Post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. I'm just saying for people that don't know. Yeah, post-traumatic. You so fucking smart. Hey, I know I've been diagnosed with PTSD, man, and, and also some forms of anxiety. And they said mild depression, but at that time, I was on my way to prison, so I was just sad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for the second time. Um, and the loss, the loss of life. Yeah, yeah loss you know of life. When you got a bunch of people you around know what, you that's, that's constantly the thing going. about me, though, bro, uh... I'm numb. Shit. That's not good, though. I'm numb to it. I used it. to be the same way. I'm numb to it. And I, and I, and I, and I feel like I, I feel it, 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 <clears throat> I'm torn because when family members die, of course, I feel in a sense kind of. I feel good because I'm able to be strong and be there for the people who mm-hmm. grieve and, mm-hmm. and it's not really, you know what I'm saying, affecting me the way mm-hmm. that and I'm, I'm able to help them because I'm I'm put together. Whereas other times I'm like, man, what the fuck is wrong with me? Word mm-hmm. up. That's one of the reasons I started going to therapy too. 
Cause I didn't feel shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like every I'm I'm, I'm numb to everything. Yeah. Bro, me and you had this conversation a couple yep. months ago. Yep. Yeah. Like 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 I say between everything. Between um seeing people down the streets that I didn't really know, but just, you know, just seeing that mm-hmm. loss of life. Um but between having, you know, my best friend in the world die in my arms, you know what I'm saying? And actually having to carry my my stillborn daughter mm. down and put her into a coroner van. Mm. Uh I had to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, of course my old lady she 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 won you know, she went and I wasn't gonna just let a stranger it, just right. so I you know what I'm saying? So I had to I had to pick my baby up and you know, and take her down there and, and place her in the van. But after that I'm like, man, shit. What, what, what else it. is, feel, you know, yeah, what else yeah, is there to feel? I feel you. What yeah. else is there to feel? Like, if I if I made it through that and I and I kept it together, then for me to fall apart right now about something else, it, to me, it just it, it, it doesn't of, equate. That's re- all of the effects of PTSD, though. Like we, we we go through so much of it, you know, we become numb to the shit. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like we 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 don't even understand. <clears throat> the the repercussions. Yeah, I mean, nat- natural causes of death, like when you know somebody's sick, or you know, even the, st- the stillborn. It's like that hurts, but you can kind of understand yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of understand. When, when you see somebody get killed, mm-hmm. that shit shouldn't be numb to us. No, like we we've no, like that shit is normal to us, and it shouldn't it be. Shouldn't yeah. be. You know what I'm saying? Because as you long as we if we keep normalizing it, then we're not gonna ever try to do anything to really really. Prevent it. It's 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 crazy because you know when Nip passed, that's all it does yeah. is bring back memories. That shit, bro. I was fucked up. That I felt that. And you was with me. I felt that. You was with me when I lost my best friend. Yeah. And all it did was bring back those memories. When all Nip those got, traumatic all, experiences. All those experiences. Me picking out my best friend's suit to put him in a cast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, dress so many dead man, people. Man, listen. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what happened with Nip, just all, and again, we talking about PTSD, right? Yeah. It, it, when do we break that cycle? Or how do we break that cycle? This is what he said. We gotta, it starts waiting. I your, think to telling your story, sharing your experiences yeah. so everybody feels, yeah. everybody, everybody understands stop, stop that they're not the only one going through it. Everybody keep the shit to themselves because they don't want to feel like an oddball. You know, I'm out here talking about my feelings and shit. Ain't nobody else talking about their feelings so right. why the fuck would I? Because we, yeah, we don't cry. Train, I don't want to kill a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to get whippers for crying. So, Say, you know what that's what that's what that's what we do, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how we grow up. About. My grandma I need something to cry about. Yeah. Get your ass well, we need some of that. Stuff. That's good. We need some of that. We need to cry. There's some cry babies out here, though. You know, the Nipsey shit was so crazy because I I never thought I would have empathy for the person who actually killed it. Why, 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 why? When I saw that, when I, 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 I accidentally saw the video because somebody sent it to me and I didn't know what it was that night. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And when I saw him kick Nipsey, yes. I was like, that nigga is hurting. That nigga got some pain in him that he ain't dealt with ever. Like, that's a different level of trauma. That's a different that's level a of hate. After you shoot a brother level. like that and then next kick him, level. that shit was some of the most evil shit I've ever seen in my life. And that shit I made I watched that, bro. That's, that's what yeah, made that's me say, fun. like, Man, we really got to start getting to the root of this motherfucking trauma that's in a lot of these brothers, man, because that's why they doing the shit that they do. That's why he was capable of doing some shit like that in the first place. That's real. Now, when now when we as we on the subject, uh, what would you want the next generation to know about the subject of mental health, anxiety, PTSD, and other other symptoms, uh, or other illnesses? Uh, what 
could a young person that may be dealing with depression, anxiety or something, or even maybe suicidal, what could they do? What would be your message or your advice to well, them? Well, number one, I would tell them it's okay to not be okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I hope the next generation learns from us because we the ones that's telling our stories. Right. Black people, we think we're doing each other a favor by keeping secrets. Right. You know, we're not keeping secrets you know anymore so now that we're not keeping right. secrets we know that okay Charlamagne might deal with anxiety or Tip might deal with PTSD a man might deal with depression mm-hmm. five just crazy but it's okay <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> and so, and so we, we giving people the tools and the resources and showing them Yo, go to, you can go to therapy right you know you can go talk to a counselor it's yeah. okay to grieve like right. you don't gotta just it's okay to walk, cry it's okay to cry to try therapy five I think it'll do I went one there when I was a kid and I didn't like it <laughs> you said when you was a kid, though. Yeah, when I, was a kid, I was about th- 13, 12. Were you honest with the therapist? Yeah, I was going because, you know, the mom situation, trying to figure yeah, out gotcha. who your mom is and all that type of stuff. Oh, word, word, word. Nah, for real. Put That's you there. real. But, but I didn't feel comfortable talking to the people. Right. I, I, I was in there, I'm happy, but once it come down, you're like, why am I telling this person all oh, my shit? Well, that's why it's good mm. if you got more black therapists and stuff now. Right. Yeah, see, you at that saying? time, I was downtown, some white lady. Yeah, absolutely. correct about that. You feel because nine times out of ten, they the people that is, is causing us to have a lot of these yeah, issues anyway. So now, yeah, so now when you got people that look like you, you it's easy yeah. to tell your story. They understand yeah. your culture a, yeah. a, a lot better. Yeah. As a New York Times bestselling author, what are three books that you feel like help shape and mold you as a man? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Message to the Black Man by Elijah Muhammad. Mark it. From Niggas to Gods by Akil. From Niggas to Gods was a book that used to go around in the jails a lot. Yeah, and I like, got you, it. You can order Peace it off God. Amazon. That shit was amazing. You know what I'm saying? And probably The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I'm familiar with all three of those books. I haven't read them in in totality, but I'm familiar with them. There's a lot of knowledge in them. Absolutely. So everybody, y'all, listen to these three books uh, 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 and mark them down. And I think you should make it your business to read them and get some knowledge in your head. Five. Yeah, I'm going to check them out. What's what's the last one you said? I don't mean just read the cover. The Four Agreements. Four Agreements. I'm checking that out. You heard? Man, uh, and my last question. My last question: What do you? What advice do you have for somebody like me who just stumbling into this shit? How can I become? Uh, oh, uh, you a natural, natural old tip, man. But still, you've been I talking. Mean, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta understand. Oh, no, 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 no. People fell in love. That, people fell in love with your vocabulary years ago. Mm. Like years ago, they've been liking to hear Ti talk. They've been yeah. liking to hear you in interviews, yeah. Yeah, and bro. they like when they used to see you on shit, DVDs bro. talking. Like this, just <laughs> it's just a natural yeah, transition from what you've yes. been doing. Yes, you know and, what I'm saying. And with the, the with, with what you've been doing on social media, this is just yeah. You know, you, I've been telling you like you used to. I tell artists this all the time. Go watch Ti interviews. Yes, yo, because you, you don't know how because they don't know how to answer questions or make mm. people feel like they getting the answer without giving them the answer, and you know how to do that. What do you mean? To, you, 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 bro! I done been to hella radio stations with you, <laughs> and you I see articulate. people try to make you uncomfortable. That does not work. And you do, you make them feel like they getting what they need. And you haven't given them nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I remember. In two, I remember in 2003, I had this artist that from South Carolina. We were shopping him around. And I remember being in. Um, I think it was Asylum. Right. And Joey Ie said, "Can he talk?" I said, "What you mean? Can he talk?" <laughs> and he was like, he "Can he talk?" I said, "What do you mean? Can he talk?" <laughs> yes, he can talk. He was like, "No, no, no, no. Can he talk like Ti?" This is old three. He said, "Can he talk like Ti?" Because you like, you know, people got this uh, this stigma, this misconception about artists from down south. Right. So you know, artists get from down south getting interviews, and they 
they bumbling and mumbling, and you know you yeah. can't understand them, and they they speaking in incoherent sentences. He was like, "Can he talk like Ti? If he can talk like Ti, he'll be a star." Mm. I was like, "Damn, that was oh, it was oh, when three. You get, when you get to the south, you realize that he's a special guy right here. They, nah, that's I mean, most chopped up. Nah, it's a lot of brothers. Most of them in prison, I would tell you. But it is a lot of. They make us cut off everywhere. You know what I'm trying to say? Nah, they just put they words together. It together. Exactly. But they yeah, they saying it something. And you yeah. really appreciate it when you sit down and you interview a lot of these new artists. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Because they ain't got shit to say. They so socially awkward. Hey, I think, bro. I think it's because of these man. phones, the phone. too. They don't have much No, not at all. And I feel sorry for them. I'm like, man, stop bringing these dudes here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the growth of the Migos. Because I remember them early Migos interviews. Yeah, that's a whole meme. I remember when Takeoff was the most talkative member of Migos. What? Yes. Yep. <laughs> now, I remember that. But I mean yeah. now they you know they 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 comfortable. They know who they are. Yeah. They yeah. able to articulate. They had them wins and the millions of do it. Absolutely. Hey, You're natural, bro. You got this. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for coming here thank to Expeditiously, man. I appreciate you. Now what we do here, one of the things we do, we have a word of the week. Now the word of the week is usually something that is indicative of the discussion. Uh so, for this week's word, I chose presentiment. Presentiment is a feeling that something, especially something unpleasant, is going to happen. So, it's sort of like cynicism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Using the pessimistic. Mm-hmm. Oh, here I say the, the, the word of the day again one more time. I just said it. Presentiment. 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 Now, what's the definition? You wasn't even listening. I was, but something bad is going to happen. Oh, yeah. This 1942 mixed (laughs) with the club got me a presentiment. No, no. We're going to stop. We're going to stop. We're going to stop right now. No. You are dangerously... I'm not using Bruh. presentiment this, no time this week. Bruh. I'm good, man. Okay. <laughs> well, use it. I use it in a sentence. Before leaving... <laughs> okay. Before leaving the house, I had a little twinge I just couldn't shake. A presentiment that something bad was about to happen. Damn. Shakespeare. That's good. <laughs> fine. That's fine. Present the man. So there we have it, man. Charlemagne yes, the God. And thank you so much for taking care Peace, King. of not just me, but all of the other artists from Hustle Gang, man. My son, them included. Absolutely. Uh, love and respect you. Um, and we'll continue to fight the good fight shoulder to shoulder, standing alongside one another, yes, sir. man. Did you call B.O.B.? Speaking of Hustle Gang artists? No, nah, man. I ain't call, I ain't, I mean, I don't even, I. you know, mm-hmm. he ain't called. I don't. Mm. He didn't look happy this week. I mean, man, listen, what we all both? we all as men, we all working through yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all working through shit. From what I saw, though, just from what I saw, I think his unhappiness comes from a place mm. of him still expecting mm. the music industry to validate him. Mm. He's still looking for acceptance and validation from the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. as long as he's looking for that, You'll never be happy. Never be happy yeah. because it's just not. It, you know, you got to find other things that you got to find other ways to to, to make your plays. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to recognize when you've got as much water as you can get out of this well and move on to the next. Absolutely, one. No, I see what you said. It's hard though when you keep going to that well and it's open. You don't realize, like, man. Oh, you remember how full that well yeah, used to be? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah, how many yeah, trips yeah. you done got there with them yeah. full buckets? You done walk back yeah. and forth to the village. Like, there ain't no water. Yeah, you know he, I mean? he, he need to lean into his talent. 
Yeah. He's super talented. Yeah. Super talented. Crazy. Uber. And I don't know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I and the thing is, what I don't want to do, uh, what I never have done is force myself on a situation. If someone would like to speak to me, I always have an open door policy. Everybody knows they can call my phone, they can come pull up on me and I'm going to offer the best advice, the most genuine perspective I can. Even if it ain't necessarily what you want to hear. Absolutely. Uh, it's never been a, who it did? Man, get out my phone. I ain't never, you know, I ain't never kicked it like that, but at the same time, I ain't gonna baby nobody and I can't hold no hands. Or, you know what I mean? Cause we all men out here. Absolutely. But anytime, man, my lines are open and if there's any if there's ever discussion that's ever needed to be had, I I'd be readily available. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. Thank you, man. Shout out yes, to God. Thanks for listening to Expeditiously with me, TIP. Don't forget to subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Podcast One and rate and review, please. Expeditiously is produced, engineered, and edited by KC Morris. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com.